What's going on, everybody, and welcome back. Season 3, Episode 5 of Hit the Books, the podcast where we dive deep into the world of sports and sports gambling. Each episode, we break down each NFL matchup and trends for the week, provide analysis, and offer up our best bets and betting advice. So let's jump into Week 4 of Hit the Books. On this week's episode, this is Week 4, Dallas Week for us. We're heading to Dallas. Cowboys and Patriots in Dallas, Texas at AT&T Stadium. My Steelers just a little bit south in Houston. It's going to be a great week with lots of great matchups. Some news around the other leagues as well. College football in full swing. MLB playoffs quickly approaching, as well as the NHL regular season right around the corner. Don't forget about our live stream every Sunday, showcasing our five favorite games of the week and giving out our winning bets on those every Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern, YouTube, Twitch, Rumble, Kick, and more. This week, where all four of us are together for that, so I'm super pumped about that. But let's jump right into this week's episode and introduce my co-hosts, Huff, Ace, and Mackie. Mackie, why don't you start us off this week, buddy? What's going on? Yeah, not much. Watched a pretty brutal uh, Cowboys performance last week. Had a, had a lot of hope going into that, but obviously loses 11-point favorites. Pretty bad. But um, other than that, I'm just happy to be in the middle of football season. We're three weeks down already, and I'm already uh, getting kind of upset because the season's flying by so quick. But... Uh, yeah, just just uh, getting in the swing of things. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Ace, why don't you just get us going next? Love the hat. What else you got for us, Dallas, this week? Yeah, I, I have the best hit the books podcast hat in the nation. But um, no, moving on from that, hyped for this week going to Dallas, going to get to see my Patriots live in in uh, what is it, AT and T Stadium, I believe. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, Jerry World. That's Jerry's. what I'm excited for. Jerry's to see that World. One. That's but all you need the to Patriots know. can continue their uh, winning ways after last week. Patriots trending up, Cowboys trending down. I don't know, Mackie. I like our odds here. This will be a good one. You just sound like a basic Patriots fan with that one. But yeah, let's see if Mac Jones can walk into Jerry's World and get it. Yeah, you guys just lost to the Arizona Cardinals, and they're the worst team we've seen in the NFL in years. So I don't, I don't know what. You just got your first. You guys just <laughs> got At least your you first have Trayvon Diggs. Oh got, wait. You, no, you, you just don't. chirped a season-ending injury. That's such a Patriots fan thing to do. I already chirped Aaron Rodgers for the do. same thing. He dropped off early, it's and the Patriots a, took it to the Boston Jets again. To do. 12 Listen, in they, a row against Patriots, the Jets. Patriots finally get their first win, and Patriots fans just can't stop yapping, but we'll see it. We'll see after Sunday. Yeah, I mean, those 2-0 starts, really nice going into the regular season, but uh, playoffs matter. I don't think you have any ring count in your life, so uh, learn from the talk, big dogs. Talk Talk to me when the Patriots are in the playoffs. <laughs> hey, Mac, you wearing that Ezekiel Elliott jersey to the game? Oh, wait, he's on the Patriots. Yeah, but his best times were in Dallas, baby, with the star. and he knows Yeah, and it. they're going to continue to be his best times in Dallas this weekend. I'm going to be there, you're going to be there, and Ezekiel Elliott will be too, and he'll be back in the end zone. We'll see. It'll be a good one. I'm hyped. But before that, we got to kick Jesse and Huff's ass in golf the day before. So We'll, we'll see about that one, seriously. <laughs> seriously. All right, Huff, finish it off. What do you got for us? God, yeah, not here. not not much else going on with me. Like I said, I had a pretty solid week in the NFL. Steelers pick up a win in Vegas on Sunday night. Steelers are two and one. Things are trending up in Pittsburgh. Vibes are high. Uh, and as far as on the card, everyone had a pretty good week this week. Mackie let us off five and three plus three point eight zero units. Ace with seven and three on the week plus three point five two. Right behind there, that's a pretty fucking insane record. I didn't realize we were seven and three. I was four and three plus two point eight five units. Uh, I wish I did not have a play Sunday or Monday night, and I would end the week four and one. Uh, and Jesse four and four minus point uh, oath. 0.32, Jesse. Uh, but we are all positive heading into week four, so that's a big thing. I had a big week. Uh, I think me and Mackie were the ones that were sitting under under the positive unit threshold, and we were able to get that back. So heading into week four, everyone's in the positive unit range, looking uh, looking to keep the thing or keep things rolling going into week four. 
Yeah, those two and zero on uh, my two unit plays so far. So that was big for me. Obviously, uh, I was uh, minus two and a half at least going into this week. So coming out positive is definitely definitely huge. Yeah, Max yeah, just is a dog for for balling, getting the balls, taking them out, saying two units. I'm down a lot. Here we go. We're right back in the mix of it, leading the week. That's a dog move right there. Dog of the week goes to Michael Mackey. When you but, love a play, uh, you love a play. Yeah, I mean, you love a play. It's called the Mortal Locks. Tune into our live stream Sunday morning. <laughs> I'm 3-0 and on those, baby. Anytime touchdowns. You had fucking CMC, Saquon, and now Kelsey. Who's it going to be next? Just wait and see. That's what I was betting all weekend. I got, I got my, I let the, the adrenaline get to my head, and Sunday and Monday night, I hit the... It started with the Cortland Sutton, the plus 210. I was like, all right, I got something rolling here with these touchdowns. And then I did the 4 o'clock with the uh, Miles Sanders and... I'm blanking Kenneth Walker, and I went two and zero on the touchdowns there. I'm like, all right, something's going on here. And then I don't know if they couldn't get Pickens in, and uh, Monday night couldn't get the Swift one uh, off the card. Did have success with the the mix and first touchdown. I can I, I fucking need to card one of these first touchdowns, but it seems like every one I card I don't hit. But um, hopefully get one on the card sooner or later. Disappointed in you and Jesse for not carding these Steelers money line back to back weeks in the prime time. I threw on it off card, but as an unbiased fan, it's a little sketchy, but. Get some bias in there. I threw the Patriots on the card for the first time, but I knew they were going to little brother the Jets. And now I'm 1-0 with the Patriots on the season. Maybe I'll be 2-0 after this week. I don't know. We are here. It is week four. Lots to look forward to. Some notable dates before we jump into this week's episode. Like I said, we're heading to Dallas this week, just two days away before we fly out for that. Golf on Saturday. Um, Huff and I are just going to beat some ass. I can't wait. <laughs> I yeah, can't beat each wait. other's ass, you <laughs> Yeah, so mad. Oh God! I saw I saw Huff at the. He was locked in. He posted a snap story of nothing but a driving range, and I'm like, I've been to a driving range once in the past two years. But this, I, this I is my teamy. Time. So, this is my teamy. No, Mackie, I'll just bring enough beers where we can level the playing field. Because my play goes up when you mix those in. I have oh, a feeling there's a go down. We already, we already talk, I talked to Jesse about this. You lose a hole or win a hole, everyone has to take a shot. No, so everyone will always be on the same playing Damn, field. Damn, you guys Hey, that's my wrong. kind of golf. Shot golf. After every hole you lose, you take a shot. I've. Oh, that's my. You guys are getting into my wheelhouse, Mackie. We might have a good chance here. Yeah, yeah. I like our chances a lot better now. Get Huff a little on on edge. You know that kid's gonna be losing (laughs) it. Chucking clubs left and right. It only locks me in. Hey, one shout out though. I was in a golf tournament Sunday, monsooning in New England during that Patriots game. Um, Listen to it in the cart and uh, go drive on this whole club. Goes flying out thirty yards in front of me. Just gloves so wet, hands so wet, pouring. Goes into these this deep brush. We had to like climb through it to go get the driver. I was like, Jesus, you hate to see it. Oh my gosh. All right. It's going to be a very interesting Saturday. And then as we jump over to AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, it's going to be a heck of a heck of a day. I can't wait. Uh, we're going to our buddy Addison's going to be there. Addison, if you're listening, we're excited to see you. Um, but that's all I got there for Dallas. NHL regular season, just 13 days away. And the MLB playoffs are just five days away. They're Eat fast up. approaching. So we're right there. We're right in it. Uh, you guys got anything on that? You excited for NHL, for the MLB playoffs, that stuff? I'm, I'm hyped to see this NL wildcard race go down to the wire. Same with that AL West. I know Mac was talking about a crazy value play he had on the AL West there with some good logic. But uh, I'm excited to see the NHL come back, too. I mean, hockey's my favorite sport. Love football. Lo- love all of them. I mean, it's tough to rank. But, uh, yeah, this playoff run should be good in the MLB and then another great season of hockey ahead. 
Yeah, I'm I'm hyped for the NHL season to come back, but I do love playoff baseball, same thing. So I have kind of died off in the world of baseball the past couple of weeks as football came back, but obviously with the playoffs coming back, that's something I, I eat playoffs is must see TV in any sport. So I'm definitely excited for the MLB baseball or MLB playoffs right around the corner for sure. This upcoming month, it could be my second. It's probably my second favorite time of year for sports. Mackey's, Mackey's is different than mine. My first one is that that playoff time with uh, the NHL and NBA and MLB starting up. Mackey's is definitely March, I'm guessing. March, March, March. March is my favorite. This is definitely my second favorite, though. Coming this up. has got to be. the. Se- what is it? What would you say? Mid-October is the second best time of the year for sports. Yeah, definitely. It's, you yeah. just have so much. I mean, those leagues are the best, though. NFL, NHL start. MLB playoffs are actually good baseball in the NBA too. I mean, that's it's good, good sports, great betting time. Once college basketball gets started back up, that's like November is even bread and great butter too. Especially yeah. with college football right now too, it's been been electric so far this year. Yeah. All righty, let's jump right into this week of the NFL. NFL Week Four. I got a little stat here to get us started. If you were to take 100 bucks and bet it on CMC anytime touchdown and rolled it over for his 12 straight games, he scored a touchdown, you would have $78,600. Just honestly. I did. Wild. I actually did that. Did you, Mackie? Yeah, that that yeah, was Mackie. I, I have $76,000. <laughs> I would love that. What no, that is here? absolutely insane, though. I've done it three games in a row, but I didn't roll it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah imagine really. <laughs> rolling it over. Like, damn. I would end up throwing like twenty thousand on like a baseball game. On Mackie, Thursday I put I put just... the hammer on CMC last week. You saw that, right? Yeah, that yeah, was crazy. Yeah. I I can't do that. That I just that's crazy, lo- dude. You literally my luck. Took, he gets fucking hurt or something. Like you shit. actually just threw like six hundred to win three hundred. Like that's just <laughs> insane. Just he gets but it hit, week. dude. I mean, good good for you. I I just and could not. And they covered. Yeah, dude. They're they're good. Alrighty, week four of the NFL. We got a special guest here, friend of the show, Big Hoss. What's happening, Big Hoss? Nice to have you here. I know we tried to have you on last week. You called in on Three Aces phone and he got you on for a second there, but nice to finally see you here. What do you got for us? Oh, honestly, happy to be back. It's been a little while since uh, you guys heard from me, but the Ravens are kind of rolling. A little pit stop last week, which obviously isn't ideal, but I think we're on the right track. We're building on a lot of things. Um, Lamar Jackson's playing unbelievable. Love to see that. The defense is stepping into their own. It's just a matter of trying to keep people healthy. I don't know what the hell is going on. It doesn't happen to anybody else. I just look at the Ravens injury list, and each week, big names keep coming off the lineup. And I'm happy to see some of them back at practice. Marcus Williams comes back, came back today. Ronnie Stanley came back today. Tyler Linderbaum came back today. So a lot of good things going on in Baltimore, and I'm just really happy to be talking about it. So thanks for having me on, guys. Heck yeah, we're happy to have you here, buddy. Always, anytime. All right, why don't we jump right into this Thursday night game, Lions and Packers. I think we're all kind of excited about this one. It's going to be a good one. Make sure to check out our video that we release on Thursday morning of our total breakdown of that game. But I got some trends to get us going here. Packers, 10-1 and straight up in their last 11 games played in week four. 28-4 and straight up in their last 32 games at home against Detroit. And the Lions have covered 10 straight divisional games and are 15-6 against 15 and six against the spread in their past 21 line for this game. The lions are the favorite minus one and a half points in their favor. Their money line minus 122 total at 45 and a half Packers money line at plus 104 uh, dropping from 106. I saw earlier. What are you guys thinking on this matchup? Huff, why don't you get us going? I think you're particularly excited about this game. 
Yeah, this is definitely one of the games that I was looking forward to this week. Uh, we get an inter, interdivisional matchup in the prime time in Lambeau. It's going to be a great game, a great scene up there in Lambeau. This is a good rivalry uh, between the Lions and the Packers. And this Packers team is a team that I've been on. Uh, I took them last week. It was a sweaty game down 17-0 to the Saints. I thought I was out of that game. And then obviously Jordan Love leads the comeback in his first start in Lambeau Field. Gets the job done. I'm going to be on the Packers again this week. I think they win the game. Um, you you might see that on my card tomorrow night. I have already bet it. I might officially put it on the card and go with it. But um, I like the Packers to win this game. You're supposed to get guys like Jair Alexander back, uh, Aaron Jones back. Christian Watson's supposed to play in this game, make his season debut for the Packers at home. I'm all Packers tomorrow night. Um, Ace, I think you're on the same side as me. I'm, I'm interested to hear what you have to say. I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout by the Packers. The divisional game, I think it stays close. Um, but I like the value with the Packers as, as home dogs. Yeah, and I love what you said there, mentioning some big names that could potentially be back in the lineup. We're really looking forward to Aaron Jones getting back on the field. He was electric in week one. We need Christian Watson out there. We've been hearing how good of a receiver he is, and we know how good Jair Alexander is. However, I mean, we got to look at the depth that's been performing for them. Guys like Jaden Reed, second-round rookie selected wide receiver. Romeo Dobbs stepping up to the plate. Asia Dillon bit a little lackluster, and they're still finding ways to win without him. That gives me confidence for this team. And I remember Mac, you talked about last week, is Jordan Love that guy? We have to see a lot more from him, obviously, the, the tape's out. And I think we're starting to see some good play out of him, following in that Lambeau footsteps of great quarterback play. But they're playing against a hot Lions team who a lot of people are high on. Dan Campbell's gone playing well. And like I said all year, I might not think they're that good, but they're going to be must-watch TV week in and week out. Great NFC North battle on Thursday Night Football. Mackie, eager to hear what you say. I do think the Packers get this one. Get that line early if you can at plus, because I think it's just going to keep dropping as names are active more and more. Yeah, I've been going back and forth on this one. This is probably the best Thursday Night Football game we've had in a while. We usually don't see a matchup like this on Thursday night. So it's uh, it's nice to start off the week with a game like this. That being said, these two teams, it's looking like these two teams are going to be fighting it out in the NFC North. Vikings start 0-3, so these two teams battling it out. You got to win the home game against it with these two. So I definitely lean Packers. I'm looking at a teaser opportunity. I'm probably going to tease Packers up to seven and a half and then hit the over at 40. But uh, I, I like more points than this too. Even though it's a primetime uh, divisional matchup, I think these two teams can battle it out. Jordan Love has definitely proved a lot. Uh, that comeback last week shows a lot. That it shows big primetime, um, steps up in the in the big moment. So um, this could be a really good game, but I, I, I think the Packers... Uh, kind of need to pull this one out yeah honestly i agree this is going to be a really fun matchup to watch it's kind of strange that um the line's so close in this one just because everybody's so high on that lions team they have a lot of great playmakers and stuff but um like huff said this is going to be one of the thursday thursday night matchups of the year so far so um, i'm excited to kind of see some exotic teams go out there and play obviously we've seen a lot of highlights come out of green bay so far so um my biggest thing is this game is going to probably be some props. I mean, I really like uh, Sam Laporta over on receptions, wherever he has. I think he's had at least five a game in his last like four or five starts with uh, the Lions so far. They, they've obviously been trying to get him the ball. There's a lot of mouths to feed there, but um, this Thursday night matchups are always good for uh, a few different props there. So I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say about that. I'm sure Alex has a few cooking up already. Yeah, it's funny because Hop and I were actually talking about this earlier today. I was like, you know what's weird is I'm loving these Laporta props. He's looked good all year, been as advertised, but it's, he's sitting at over four and a half receptions. Hop was sitting, looking at the first touchdown, the anytime touchdown. Everything's looking like it could go over here, but that's a tough defense he's going up against. It's the only thing you got to remember. Um, but I think there's more points than we would think in this one. I think Laporta has a good day. 
Yeah, I like that recep- the, the receptions prop for sure. I think Goff has found a new security blanket option in him. Uh, over the middle, obviously, I always say, uh, you know, with the quarterbacks and the tight end connection, when you have that good connection, that's huge for a, for a quarterback to be able to dump it to their guy across the middle. And it seems like they really have their connection up there in Detroit. I just saw the uh, odds for Laporta first team touchdown. Let me see what they have it on FanDuel. Yeah, it's plus 700 on both. For the first team, plus 700 It's pretty fucking crazy. Um, the only thing that scares me is obviously the running backs in Amon Ross St. Brown, how... Goff looks at Amon Ross St. Brown every single possession. So that's the only thing that would scare me there. But 7-1 to one on a first team, you absolutely cannot complain about that. But um, I, I'm just curious of what his odds are on the full for, uh, the full 15-1. to one. Damn. All right. Yeah, I'll probably go with the first team if I do it. But I actually like Aaron Jones to be the first touchdown scorer. I think the Packers get on the board first. Um, I'm probably going to – yeah, I was going to say, I, I like Aaron Jones. You can get him at 8-1. to one, um, But obviously, if he doesn't play, you know, you push. But you just got to risk that he doesn't. He, Dress it doesn't dress and then just not fucking play at all. Yeah, you know what else, Huff? Though you were touching on some of those weapons alongside Laporta. Obviously, a Mon Ra all-class wide receiver, Jameer Gibbs, bursting onto the scene. A guy like Josh Reynolds has been playing great football, and uh, he's had a great connection with Jared Goff as well. I'm excited to see Jamison Williams come back from his gambling suspension and <laughs> all that. But he hasn't played a game in the NFL yet. He might be some dynamite to that offense, but. Don't downplay the effect that Khalif Raymond and Josh Reynolds have had on that offense. There's a well. there's also a chance that Montgomery's back in this game, correct? No, I don't I don't think yeah, so. I don't to think be he's honest. going to play. He was questionable, but I don't think he's going to play. Ace, you bring oh, up Josh Reynolds. He had a great first two weeks, so I started him a fantasy last week and he put up a donut. Didn't even touch the football, so they gotta get him the football back. He's a good player too. You no, I like him. I do. Big body like guy. Him, he was good in LA. I mean, I'm a fan. Jared Goff's been been electric. I think they brought that connection over from LA, right? Reynolds I could Goff. be wrong. I don't know. I could be wrong. They might have. Yeah, now that you say that, that I mean, yeah. I, I believe they did. But Goff hasn't been in Detroit that long. He's only been there, what, this probably his third year there? Third full season there? First year. Yeah, and that's a good depth receiver. So excited to see what Jameson can add in. But I think this is going to be a good one to watch. I don't know if I'm definitely going to have a play on this. I, I think I will, but it's it's dependent on a lot of injuries on that Packers side. The Cheeseheads are like, like they're they're ace. They're hey, like our Thursday the Patriots, night game, Steelers. Those teams just get it done in the prime time. I feel they, like they're the so get similar to the Patriots and Steelers. The way their defense carries the load. I feel like they they get it done in the prime time. I like the Packers here. Yeah, I think I do too. Good game, very good game though. We'll see. Yeah, I'll probably sprinkle a Lions proper too, just in case the the Lions could, things could get out of hand. You guys said it's going to be a great game. I'm excited to see all your picks on that, especially more in our video that we release tomorrow before the game. Let's jump into this Sunday, the first game we're going to talk about here, 9.30 a.m. Eastern. Game in London, one of the Jags' two games in London. The Falcons visiting who will be the home team, quote-unquote, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jags are the favorite here, minus three. Their money line, minus 154. Falcons' money line at plus 130, and the total at 43.5. Since 2021, unders are 15-9 and nine when the Falcons are underdogs. Only four teams have a higher hit rate in such spots. And at 1-7 against the spread since the start of the 2020 season, the Jacksonville Jaguars are the worst team in the NFL to back when favored. Jags favored here at minus three. Ace, what are you thinking about this one? Why don't you get us cooking? Yeah, I mean, this Jaguars team disappointed so many people last week. We dubbed it a bounce-back game for Trevor Lawrence and co., after that tough game against the Kansas City Chiefs, but they go out there and lay an egg in a divisional matchup to a young Texans team. I think really surprised them, jumping out to a big lead. But this Jaguars team, their owner loves playing overseas in London. 
And if there ever is a home game for any team in, in Europe, it's the Jaguars out there. I mean, this organization knows how to handle it, so you got to hope they uh, they bring these new guys along well. But I, I really think I'm high on Trevor Lawrence this year. I think he bounces back here. I think they can get the dub. I'm I'm eager to see what he can do. Love having an early morning game to wake up to. Um, but I think he's too good of a quarterback to throw up another egg. Pause. What do you think about that? No, honestly, I love that matinee football. 9.30, waking up, you already got, uh, you're making your breakfast. You got some crazy football on the TV. You got the English people going crazy, wearing all these different jerseys showing up. It's not really, it's not really a home they're game. Wearing like a, I was going to say, they're wearing like a Kirk Cousins jersey at a fucking Falcons game. <laughs> oh, it's the weirdest thing in the world, but you got to love that, obviously, just growing the game a little bit. But um, yeah, it's definitely going to be a strange one. I mean, um, Alex, you alluded to it a little bit there, but um I think one of the Jags, like they got to be at least 500 out there in uh, England play. And they've been there at least, I think, 10, 10, 10. It's their home away from home. They've they've been going. They've been going every single year. Definitely. Yeah. But you know what's going to be the telltale sign is how many Trevor Lawrence jerseys are you really going to see out there when they show up on Sunday? I mean, it's going to be a crazy matchup. You have a lot of fun playmakers and stuff, but this is a game I'm going to stay away from just because last week they burned me so bad. I picked them in my survivor pool and I just kind of went down with the ship there. I was so high on your guys' takes. I was like all in on the Jags and the Trevor Lawrence train. Uh, I know my brother's a big Jags fan, super closet uh, Trevor Lawrence guy. So, um, Definitely sip the Kool Aid a little bit. Yeah, no, he's good. Yeah, but I sip the Kool Aid a little too hard. I mean, they're good, but they're not. I mean, they're definitely beatable. They, they, I feel like they kind of play down to their talent. It's going to be a weird game to kind of bounce back in England, but um, definitely think Trevor Lawrence kind of picks it up from uh, where he left off before that week last week. That really got us all down. I kind of agree. I, I think this Jaguars team coming into this season had a little too much hype as it was. They finished the season long or good, good, strong last year. And then they got that nice 30-point comeback in the first round of the playoffs, so everyone kind of hopped on this Trevor Lawrence bandwagon. But, you know, they're still, the, they're still the Jaguars, and they started the season pretty damn bad last year, and they're starting this season not not where they should be. They're 1-2. Obviously just dropped that game to the Texans at home, which is terrible. I'm not going to have a play on this one because this, this Falcons team is definitely hard to read as well. I don't know which Jaguars team is going to come out. Hopefully Trevor Lawrence can get back to uh, how he finished the season last year, but you never know what the way that they're playing right now. Um so I don't really have a plan on this one. I think it's going to be a good game. Nice to wake up at 9.30 in the morning and get to watch football. But this is just going to be a nice football game to watch. Yeah, um, I, I kind of agree with both of what you guys have to say. I'll give you a stat here. So favorites in London in the last five London games, uh, the favorite against the spread is one and four. Um, so obviously the last game being the Jaguars, being a one-point favorite, losing outright to the Broncos last year. Mackie, you said it the, in that pack. Packers uh, Giants game the Packers were a nine point spread the Giants won outright uh, previous before that Vikings minus four they won one by three so I don't know the trends are pointing to the Vikings plus or the the Falcons plus the points here so I think I'm going to go with the Falcons here I kind of like them in this spot I like Bijan Robinson to get back in the end zone here uh, after not finding pay dirt last week for anyone on the offense not scoring a touchdown in Detroit but um, I, I think I'm going to roll with the, Pal- the Falcons here give me the points and I also like the Bijan touchdown. Yeah, I mean, Bichon ATD, I think I've had that on the card two or three times already this year. He's been electric. They've given the ball almost every play, going for that offensive rookie of the year, competing with guys like Zay Flowers. But I think that I think that this will be a good game. I think there's going to be points on both sides, especially in London. Um, I, I, I really do think the Jaguars get it done. I know they have A.J. Terrell. I know they have Jesse Bates. But Calvin Ridley's been a dog, and uh, I feel like he can find the end zone as well. Um, going to be a fun one to wake up to and watch. 
it's almost like a novelty game too. Like obviously like you're waking up watching football. That's always going to be fun. But like, if anything, it's going to be a prop game. I kind of agree with you, Alex. A Bijan touchdown is probably in the works for uh, the Falcons, but I haven't been able to watch too many of the Falcons games. I've seen them on the red zone a lot. They look pretty fun to watch the defense, obviously whole new look there. You, you got Calais, um, Terrell, Jesse Bates, like you got names there. So it's going to be nice to see how they kind of match up against a team. That's supposedly all that, but, um, yeah, I'm out on the Jags. I'm I'm all set with them. They they took everything from me <laughs> last week, so you're not going to see me buying into any of the hype there. Yeah. If anything, if anything, maybe a few props, but I'm not going to be. Is the AFC South better than the AFC North though? One of those lower tier oh teams like God. the Indianapolis Colts took out the class of the AFC North last week. I don't know. No, I wouldn't sleep right. on it too much. No. The uh, uh, here uh, you you probably will see a Bijan t- uh, touchdown on my card if I can get good juice at it I, I can't wait to or at least I'm probably gonna bet that just so I can watch it and in, in Toy Story animation him dashing into the end zone yeah. I'm excited for that I'm so pretty pumped for definitely that gonna have to get a touchdown prop for, uh, uh, in that What's game. What's good and, with all that by the way? Like what? I don't know. Like how is that gonna play out? Like do we just turn on the game and it's gonna be a Toy Story? Like a, there's gonna be it's gonna broadcast. be like the Nickelodeon one. It's just a di- different channel, different broadcast. I'm gonna have to. I want to tune into that because I missed the Nickelodeon one, and I just keep seeing like the clips from it. I feel yeah, like Nickelodeon you de- It's the kind it of is, thing you definitely got to watch a drive on it. I it feel is like, like, like thirty seconds plays. behind too. So if you see a touchdown happen, you can just flip over the channel real quick. And yeah, see, see him score in yeah. Tory Story because it, exactly. it gives them time to animate it and do the, the yeah, cool stuff yeah. that they. Yeah. yeah, you go out the night before, you're still a little hungover, get a little bit of uh, that wacky tobacco, and you just toss on the cartoon version of football. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll take a few looks at that. <laughs> You're cashing a first touchdown, but it's fucking animated on the bedroom yeah. or on the floor of Andy's bedroom. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, I remember last year Justin Jefferson cashed in this game. The big stars like to show up in London, they want to be on that TV. Bijan, book it. Bijan, and then Trevor Lawrence to have a day. Maybe Ridley against his old team. I like that take. The revenge game parlay. I saw that one. Calvin Ridley's one of the legs. We'll get to the other two as we go on today. Good stuff there, boys. Game in London, 9.30 a.m. Eastern. Going to be just a good matchup right as we wake up. Excited for that one. One of two. Yes, I think I know the other one of the other legs. Let's jump into these 1 o'clock matchups here. The Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are the favorite here at minus three. Their money line at minus 144. Dolphins money line at plus 122 in the total at 53 and a half. A rather high one here for this week. Trends I got here. Bills 11 and one straight up in their last 12 games at home against Miami, as well as 13 and two straight up in their last 15 games at home as a whole. Dolphins one and 12 straight up in their last 13 games played in week four, failed to cover the past eight seasons. Mackie, why don't you start us off here, our first 1 o'clock game. Dolphins and Bills in Buffalo. Might be some good weather. What do you think? Yeah, so the Dolphins just win a football game. They score 70 points. They win a football game by 50 points, and then they open up next week as three-point dogs. Uh, smells a little a little sketchy here. Uh, I like the Bills. I think these two teams are going to battle it out in the, AFC, in the AFC East this year for that number one spot. You got to win your home game. Bills are elite on their on their home field. Way different team. We've seen it year in year out. You guys know how high I am on this Dolphins team too. I still think they win the division, but Bills are gonna are gonna protect home home field here in this uh, pretty big matchup. Yeah, I, I kind of am on the same side as you. I do have one thing to say about this game. They need to fucking get Chiefs Jets out of Sunday Night Football and get this game on Sunday Night Football. That one is o'clock? bullshit. How stupid that, is that for that this That is game? so stupid. This is a fucking one o'clock game. We're we're barely going to even be able to watch this because we're going to be t- drinking for the... We're gonna, I mean, we'll be able to watch this at a bar in Dallas, but like, 
Browns yeah, I, Ravens. This should be too. Sunday Browns, Night Football. Browns Ravens are one o'clock, and then you're sitting with Chiefs Jets, and they should have changed the entire schedule once Aaron Rodgers got hurt. They really should have. They should have just adjusted all the Jets out of it. Is it too late to flex an, a game to the Sunday night? Like, when does that usually happen? Well, they I know usually like week do 18, it. By, they they do usually it like do it by the before. Friday. Yeah, yeah they the, usually do it by the Friday, Friday before. Friday is the deadline. There's way too many good matchups this week. Like, I was looking through like the like fire the slate. There's fire so slate. many. Yeah, there's so many great games. Like, how the hell is Zach Wilson getting a primetime game? Like, no disrespect to that Jets team. That defense is legit, but like, that, they bury that in the one o'clock slate. Like, I want to see some of these big time matchups. Like, I don't understand what the deal is, but hopefully Taylor we Swift. Oh, shut, yeah, that's like, honestly, that's so true. That's so stupid. That's probably part of it, honestly. They love that. Oh, they're yeah, eating no. it up. Yeah, definitely. Oh, my God. It makes so me want to throw stupid. up. Yeah, it's so stupid. But yeah, give me the Bills here. I am agree I agree with Mackie. This line looks pretty uh pretty sketchy in my opinion. I do think the the Dolphins are going to drop theirs. I think they, they scored all their points last week. I still think they get theirs here. Um, also a very high over, so it's kind of scary. Makes me want to kind of take the under as well and just kind of go Bills with the under, but I cannot bet an under with these two teams. Give me the Bills no minus way. three. One o'clock yeah, under no, scare me. No way you can bet this under, Huff. You're right. It could because it's divisional and there's probably a high line, but with these two offenses, you want to be on the scoring side. One you thing just, to take it. One you'll feel take, so stupid if you bet if you bet the under and it goes over. You're just like, why the fuck did I just bet an under? Yeah, that's like that's the like the big brain bet there, you know? <laughs> yeah, like you're, you're, yeah, you're really trying to you're trying to you're trying to outsmart the system yeah, and like exactly. prove something. It's yep. like, yeah, I bet Bills Dolphins under. It's like, yeah, you get se- it. You're sick. Scored seventy five points. Yeah, like everybody <laughs> yeah. else was fucking hyped to watch this. Imagine the having the under last at- week and the Dolphins just keep scoring, keep scoring, keep <laughs> oh. scoring. It's like, you know, you're not going to lose by a touchdown. You're going to lose by forty five points. Imagine being me and Huff and saying that that's a trap game for the. The uh, Dolphins last week. I t- yeah. my mortal lock was the Dolphins. How do you think I feel? Yeah, right. Broncos or the fucking Broncos. Broncos. Fuck them. I don't That's know, I crazy. wish was the Dolphins. But no, going back to this game. I mean, it's going to be a good matchup. I'm on the Bills side of the ball, but let's really take a look at this. Two his stats through three games are exactly what they were last year. What did he do in Game Four last year? Somebody pull that up. Did they did they lose that week? Did he have a bad week? Because we know he's going to follow pace. I got injured. It's he's eerily, probably cripping. It's eerily similar. It's exact. <laughs> how how crazy is that? That they are the same exact stats from year one. Yeah, that is pretty two. cool. I mean, he's having a crazy season too. So that even shows that like last year he was doing. What's his record in Buffalo? We're we're putting. Uh, I don't know. That Probably only got like a head. two game sample size. But he's five and zero against the Patriots. He's got to have more games against the Bills. It's divisional. Five and zero against the Patriots. He's in. It's only two. Or three yeah, that's what I'm saying. So th- he could be. Th- he, there could be three of those games in Buffalo. Yeah, but that's, he's also been injured, so chances are he missed one of those. Yeah, he didn't play point. in the playoff game last no, year. No, Skylar Thompson almost beat Skylar Thompson played him, yeah. But uh, going back to this this game, though, a bit. I mean, Tua's been on fire. He's an MVP candidate. Tyreek Hill's been doing his thing. Um, and look at Devin Achain jumping onto the scene. with Raheem Mostert has been one of the best running backs in the league. Not talked about enough. I know Achain had that great week last week, but Mostert's been consistently elite. And when he's on the field, even in San Francisco, he was always elite. He just had those injury problems. But it's crazy to think the three of us are all on the Bills, while this Dolphins team is like number two or three in our power rankings. They've been lighting the world on fire. We have them at plus money. We're like, nah, give us the Bills. Give us. The- I like them here, though. I really do like Josh Allen and Co. Pause. Let me hear what you have to say. I think you're going to be on the sofa. Bill- bills at home are really something. Like that's another one of those games. The Bills it's, are it's good. Hard to fade the Bills. Yeah. The Bills are going to beat the Dolphins this week and jump them in our power rankings. Book them. I don't even think it'll make it'll jump them. I'll still have the Dolphins ahead unless they like blow them out. Really? Yeah, I'll honestly, put the winner ahead. No, I, no I hate way. I hate to come on your podcast and blow up your spot, but like I don't know if you can see that. 
Big fan. I'm such a two a truth there, honestly. Like, I absolutely, I love the Dolphins. Like, they're such a like a fun team to watch. Even when I agree, suck. I'm de- I definitely root for this team. They're half of my fantasy team. I have two on both of my leagues, and Ty and Tyree Kill. Have one. This is this is our dark horse Super Bowl pick. This is our AFC's champion. But I'm I'm like Hoff. I think they lose in Buffalo this week, week by week, uh, week by week. Like my my biggest thing is like you got like if I was going to be on the podcast a few more times this year, uh, for sure I would have definitely worn my Tua jersey. I'm such a Tua fan. Like I I've seen him a few times now. Um, I last time last year I actually went to the game where they beat my Ravens with that cover zero blitz. Obviously, this is a completely different looking team. Like they are legit. Like that offense. If that didn't show you exactly what they're capable of, I don't think the Bills are ready for it. Honestly, like I think this is another. Like this really, this should be a game that should be on a primetime slate, at least a four o'clock game. But like. If this game was later in the year, even like late November, maybe I'd be coming with a little bit of a different tune. But the way that Dolphins team looked to take that to take the Bills this week is just absurd to me. I'm telling you, it's going to be a Dolphins game. They're going to all go off. All those little fast guys. It's going to be the track stars, and they're just going to show up and take care of business and beat the Bills. I don't know why we're saying anything different. So, Josh yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not going to be betting on this game. I just, I just think the the Bills win this football game. I can't bet against that Dolphins team right now. I feel like a lot of people hope that the Bills are going to win because, like, I, I mean, I haven't watched too much of the Bills either. I've seen a little bit, little bit of the highlights, but like that team really just doesn't shot like impress me too much either right now. I, they I'm looked really, really good last week. I feel yeah, like everybody's going to be high on the Dolphins but. this week. Yeah, that's why they might disappoint. I don't think it's going to be another seventy piece, but I don't know. I, I really like Tua this week for sure. They're not going to come in and lay an egg. I think they're all riding the high right now. So as long as they don't come out flat, they're going to be the same Dolphins you saw last week. Like fins up for sure. The best coach in the league too. Yeah, that guy's sick. I'd I love, love to play him, dude. I love yeah. him. I'd love to play for him. He seems like he's having a great time out there. I mean, I just don't see them like falling flat on their face after did that. Did you guys? Too. Did you see him on ESPN this morning? No. What was he saying? I don't know if it was on ESPN. Like they played it on ESPN this morning. It was his press conference. I think it was from this morning, and he was like saying in the most monotone voice, "He goes, I mean, if if you guys need something to motivate you for a game like this, you need to check your pulse." And everyone's <laughs> like, "He just said that in the most monotone fucking voice. <laughs> like, do you need motivated for this kind of game? Like, I don't know, but he's a funny dude, but." Yeah, I don't know. I definitely I agree with Mackie. I can't bet against the bet against this Dolphins team. I just I, I like the Bills in this spot at home. I think uh, Bills Mafia is going to show out here. Alrighty, boys. First one o'clock game there. Let's jump into this next one here. I'm I'm excited about this one. Huff and I we almost uh, we looked at going to this one, but we're going to Dallas instead. Steelers at Texans. The Steelers are the favorite here. Another minus three spread. Their money line minus one forty four. Houston, Texans money line, plus 122, and the total at 41.5. The trends I got here, unders are 8-4 and four over the past 12 games in which the Steelers have been favored. The Texans are the league's worst 3-10 and 10 against the spread in a game following a win since 2020. I like that second trend a lot, so I'm curious to hear what you guys think on this game. Uh, Huff, why don't you get us going here, Steelers and Texans. Yeah, uh, Steelers looked good last week and Sunday night. Uh, it said Kenny was going to have his first two-touchdown game. I know that's not too crazy to say, but obviously he hadn't had one and comes out on Sunday night football, gets the job done, uh, gets the win, gets the two touchdowns. I think he has a back-to-back two-touchdown game here, goes over the one-and-a-half as well. I like the Steelers with the points here as well. I think the Steelers are starting to hit their stride. This is a game we need to be able to win. I'm very interested to see how our offense looks against a very young Houston Texans defense. 
see if they're able to take advantage of some of their holes that they have there. I know they have guys like Will Anderson, uh, Derek Stingley back there in the defensive backs, uh, and they have a couple good defensive linemen that I, I am drawing a blank on some names right now. But obviously, we saw what C.J. Stroud was able to do last week. I think the Texans are going to be able to get theirs, but I like the Steelers. Um, unbiased, I mean, I know you see the T.J. Watchers, you hang behind my shoulder, but I like the Steelers in this spot. I, th- I don't think the Texans are anything crazy. Uh, they just beat a pretty good Jags team last week outright as an eight-point underdog. So, um, yeah, give me the Steelers here, minus the three points. Yeah, this is definitely a weird line. I kind of like. I I just can't see a scenario where T.J. Watt doesn't make C.J. Stroud's day hell. I mean, he's going to be running all over that football field trying to get away from T.J. Watt. I think he's going to have a game, but this Texans offense has been moving. We've seen it week in and week out. They're putting up points on the board. Uh, the Colts kind of ran away with that one two weeks ago, but last week they were just, every time the Jags tried to get back into it, they were just putting up more touchdowns, 80-yard touchdowns, 50-yard touchdowns. So this offense does look pretty good, but this Steelers defense, obviously, we've, we've seen what they've done this year. I definitely lean Steelers here. Sketchy line, though. Um, probably not going to touch it. Um, but Steelers, I mean, you need to get the job done here, especially with with, uh, with that division and, and that team's schedule and everything. you got to win these games. This could be a trap game for the Steelers, which scares me. I'm on the Steelers here. Not going to play it at all, but this could be a trap game for them. That, that, that Texans team plays fast, but if the Steelers can have their way and get a turnover early, they could blow them out this week. It, I, I think it's going to be uh, that first drive is going to set the tone of the game, how the Texans can do on offense. If they can have any type of success, Early on, I think they stick around and duke it out with the Steelers, and it'll be a tight one. But if the Steelers' defense come away with a takeaway or a quick three and out, and Kenny Pickett doesn't play like complete ass, then I think they should be able to <laughs> beat him by by three three or more scores. Kenny Pickett needs to get right here. This is his game where he needs to get right. He found a nice stride last game. He didn't look bad last game. Still Against the bad right. Raiders defense. Yeah, he gets still two didn't, weak secondaries back-to-back. I, I just don't think that he still looked where he needs to be. Um, but he, he, I mean, his defense, he doesn't need to do that much. So this is a game where he can actually get back into stride, get, gain his confidence back. And the Steelers can really roll if he gets into it. Do you Honestly, like Calvin the, Austin in that Deontay Johnson roll, Huff? Yeah, I do a lot. I, I like that speed option that you bring in with him. I've been waiting to see him. He obviously got injured last year in training camp. I've been kind of waiting to see him come up in the, in the wide receiver ranks of the Steelers locker room. And, um, I, I haven't never really, I've never really been too big on Deontay, obviously, um, they all kind of go Great there player, from the though. three to the two, from the two to the one. But I think th- I've seen way better uh, number one r- wide receivers in the black and gold in my era. I think Pickens is obviously the next guy up, but I'm excited. I, I like this duo of Pickens and uh, Austin. You get a lot of size and speed out there at the wide receiver position. Yeah, honestly, like I, I just because you brought up his name, I got to say it again. Like, fuck Deontay Johnson. Guy still has me blocked <laughs> on Twitter. Um he, he can figure that out on his own time now. But really, like, my biggest thing here is, like, I, I've been dying to hear you guys' take on the Steelers just because, like, this was such a hyped year for you guys as well. Like, that offense was supposed to be figuring it out. Everything's supposed to be clicking. Like, what the hell's wrong with Najee Harris, and why does he suck? Can you, like, can somebody just give me something? Like, he's, running in, he's running in quicksand. <laughs> Dude, honestly, bad? he's slow. Haas, honestly, my my take on this is I I truly think that they're not they're running plays like the offense is set up for a running back like Jalen Warren, and you it's clearly whenever he's in there the offense is running better when he's in there. I think they're Najee Harris right now. He keeps trying to do all these. He's running. I keep comparing it to he's trying to run like Le'Veon Bell, where he gets yes. the ball and he yes. stops. It's like, dude, you are too big to stop. You need to just put your head down fucking cover the ball with two arms and just run and get four yards you're so big no one can tackle you for four yards if you just do i don't that. understand 
understand why he doesn't do that. Like, I keep watching the games, and I'm waiting for him to just show me that he can be this, like, Nick yeah. Chubb, Derrick Henry-type player, and he's no. just not. It's no. just, he's, he's not. I picked up Jalen Warren in, in a few of my leagues, and I'm like, do I play him? Like, what, like, how do I not play him, one? But also, how do I not play Najee Harris? Like, exactly. Honestly, Najee still gets the workload. That's honestly, but that's such a great comparison, Huff. I've been watching this Steelers team so many times. So I'm like, you're not Le'Veon Bell. Like the amount yep. of times that like he'll look for that hole behind the line and he just won't hit it. Like there's no explosiveness. The only thing that I see him do is jump some people when they're diving at his legs. But like run guys over. That's what they brought you in for. Like yeah. I, was, I so expected this to become like the Najee Harris year. But like I'm I'm done after this year. I'm all set on him. So like yeah. if that offense is going to move on from him, I'm going to as well. But my biggest thing here for you guys, honestly, because I just really wanted to warn you guys, like Jess and Tyler, like this is going to be a tough one for you guys. Like I very much overlooked the Texans for us, and um, I think that was week one. Like obviously we need to figure things out for our new offense and everything, but like that team just kept it so close. Obviously keeping it within the numbers, like keeping Lamar Jackson contained. Like we have a, a ton of weapons. I mean, you guys do too, but that defense is is actually there. Like they they get to the backfield, yeah. they, they make you second guess your your. your play calling at the line of scrimmage just because it can bring so many different looks at you but i mean you guys have a decent personnel it's just i don't think the steelers have really figured it out yet um there's a lot of moving parts and i i definitely just want to caution you guys to not overlook this texans team oh yeah that and my thing my thing i was actually kind of glad looking at this line i was thinking i'm kind of glad that the texans got some respect in a win last week against a division rival and the jags is an, an eight point underdog because i think that affected this line a little bit i'm not saying the steelers would go into houston as a Four and a half point underdog, but I think that I think could that's be a half should be, point. To be honest. Four and a half. Yeah, five. but I don't think anybody really knows what they have in Houston because, like, you, like I don't know if you guys picked up any of these wide receivers on your waiver wires at all. But I have Nico Collins in a few leagues. I have Tank Dell. They have a lot of like playmakers, I guess you could call them. But very young offense. I don't really know what to make of it so far. Um, I don't know who really they feed or anything, but CJ Stroud seems like he's doing well. And like I said, I, I, I that was a matchup I completely overlooked for the Ravens. I yeah. thought we were just going to go in and blow them out just because. There's a like I said, there's a lot. Of, it's like playing a freaking college team, but like I said, they took it to us. They made it. They they made it a game, and I I don't know. I I definitely want to say for your guys' sake, like I like the Steelers here, but I don't really know. I really don't like this matchup at all. I think it'll be a better game than anticipated coming into the season. Definitely, it could be a lot big, a lot of defense in this game. I think. I'm also. Uh, I think. I'm going to go along with what Mackie said. I think I like the under in this game. I'm not 100% sure, but sitting at 41 and a half there, these two defenses, Haas, you said it, the Texans, they're kind of underrated or, you know, definitely overlooked. Um, Steelers knowingly have a great defense. So I'm great. I'm very excited for this matchup just a little bit south of us in Dallas. Let's jump over this next one. Rams and Colts in Indianapolis. Pretty close to a pick The Colts are the favorite here, though. Minus one and a half points. Their money line, minus 106. Rams money line at minus 110. Total at 46.5. Trends I got here. Unders are 10-5 and five since 2021. When the, when the Rams are coming off of a loss, and the Colts are just 1-6 against the spread since the beginning of last season when favored. Mackie, why don't you rip us on this one here? Another 1 o'clock matchup in Indianapolis. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely big on the Colts here. I think uh, this Rams team... Got off to a nice win week one, but they've been kind of figured out recently these last two weeks. Puka Nakua, Kyron Williams, uh, down games last week. I know Ace had his over on, on the catches, looked free, but uh, got just uh, slowed down in the second half. I don't even think he had a catch in the second half. So teams are starting to figure them out. I really like the Colts here. Colts defense coming off a crazy performance against uh, 
against the Ravens. Eight-point underdogs coming out on top. It was all that defense towards the end of that game. Gardner Minshew just doing just enough. Uh, this is another game where he just needs to do just enough. I'm not sure if Anthony Richardson's back. I know he, I think he was, I think he was practicing like not fully today or something. So if they can get him back, I mean that's an even better option. Yeah. But um, I, I like the Colts here at home. I'm excited yeah, this, for this game. Hoff and I were both on the Colts coming into this. If Anthony Richardson can play, I think it's going to be a lot more electric than people think. Matthew Stafford's looked good with Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell jumping onto the scene as we await Cooper T- Cup's uh, return. But they they've been through, they like to sling the rock. McVay finds his guys and they get open. Atwell with the speed, Nakua with that size, catching ability and separation. I mean, this is going to be a good one. I I don't know if I'll end up carding this because it's going to be more competitive than people think. I think there's going to be a lot of points actually too, um, as these two teams uh, look to have a good day. But maybe an Anthony Richardson touchdown if he's playing. Maybe I'll be a bit softer now that he's trying to stay off the the injury table. But uh, I like the Colts here to get done money line. Huff, I know you're on it too. Let me hear what you got. Yeah, I, I'm gonna keep it short. I, 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 this is one of my favorite plays of the week. I like the Colts in this spot a lot. Uh, I'm obviously gonna keep an eye on the Anthony Richardson situation. I took them two weeks ago when he played in Houston. Um, I'm huge on him. I really like him in this Colts team. I'm gonna take them in this spot pending he plays. I might take it pending Gardner Minshew played the way he looked last week. Um, I'm not even kidding in the way the Rams looked. So, uh, look out for Colts money line. I love that minus 106. Might be able to even find a better line. Um, I don't know, but. I like the Colts in this spot at home. I really do. I like them a lot. Honestly, I feel like I would have agreed with you more, Huff, if they didn't just come off that win against us in Baltimore. Um, obviously, I think that's a big win for them. We were 2-0. and We were going to be 3-0 and if we just took care of business and Justin Tucker figured out he could make that field goal. Um, I, I think they're coming off a high. Maybe if Richardson plays, I'll eat my words, but um, this definitely is going to be a strange matchup. Uh, I don't really love that Colts team at all against this this Rams team, obviously because they do have a lot of volume-based wide receivers over there in, in uh, L.A., but um, I don't know how that defense is going to match up well against them at all, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I really, I, I hope Anthony Richardson plays. It'll be nice to see him break back into the scene. Should be a good game. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. Agree with that, Mackie and Huff. I think I'm on the Colts here. I don't know. To pick them, it's a tough one. We'll see what happens here come 1 o'clock on Sunday. Next matchup here, the Minnesota Vikings visiting the Carolina Panthers as the favorite, the Vikings' the favorite there. Minus 4, their money line minus 196. The Panthers' money line plus 164, and the total at 45.5. No trends from me this week. Haas, why don't you start us off? Honestly, like, why don't I love the, the Vikings in this matchup? You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand why I don't, but I just don't. Like, th- this should be a game where you should see, like, them hitting the gritty and them going all crazy because it's not like they've been flat or anything. Justin Jefferson's been putting up the numbers, but this definitely isn't the same Vikings team that I remember last year. So um, I, I, like I said, for some reason, I'm so reluctant to take the Vikings in this game just because it is going to be buried in such a great slate of one o'clock games. So like I, I could also like see us tuning into a red zone where it's like 24, 21 late in the fourth quarter. And I'm like, well, how the hell did this even happen? You know what I mean? So like, Definitely one I'm going to stay away from. I definitely, I obviously like um, Jefferson, whatever you can get him at for receptions, touchdown, any of that. That usually is pretty good, but that goes without saying for sure. What do you got, Mackie? Yeah, uh, like you said, this isn't the same team as as last year. I think it's the exact same team. The only thing is last year, they went 11-0 and in one-score possession games. Um, and this year, they're 0-3 already through three weeks. So they're just not getting the job done towards the end of the game. Uh, they had a chance last week. 
terrible clock management by Kirk Cousins. Ended up throwing an interception on his first play inside the five-yard line, ten-yard line, whatever it was. Um, definitely probably should have won that one. you got to win week one against the Bucs. So they're just not getting the job done at the, at the end of the game. And this is a four-point spread, so they're projecting a, a one-score game. Um, I, I can't take the Vikings in this spot again. I think... Uh, I think they're going to put up the numbers again like they always do. They're, they're kind of giving me the same vibes as the, as the Chargers have been giving me the last two years. Um, big players are still going to get their big plays. Justin Jefferson, uh, you could still take all of his overs and they could still lose this game, but I, I can't bet on this Vikings team right now. This is one. This is truly going to be my fuck it. I'm taking a chance. I'm taking the Panthers to win this game. I, I That value, they're 2-0-3 teams. I, Andy Dalton was able to hang with that Seattle defense up there on the road in Seattle. I think coming back home, I think the vibes are low in Minnesota. I think, like you said, I think Jefferson gets in. I think you're good with props with his. They're going to use him. I like the over in this game. I think Minnesota, or I think Carolina wins the game. That's crazy. I mean, Huff and Mackie and I were in the group chat earlier today. We were saying, Vikings got to win this week. There's two 0-3 matchups this week. We're like, Vikings, they got to grab the dub here, right? I think they do, and they somehow get back in the race. I think if the Packers and Vikings win this week, the Vikings aren't completely out of this. I'd like to see them get there again, but you know who's going to have a big day is my guy Justin Jefferson. Week in and week out, I hit that that same game parlay last week. Him to get in the end zone and to get over 100. He did just that. I mean, I, I think he's going to have a great week again here. Um I think Adam Thielen touchdown revenge game. That's here. the revenge that's game. the last leg of the revenge game you were looking for, Hoff. It's the Adam Thielen touchdown. He there's, eats there's, every game anyway. He's yeah. wide receiver nine in fantasy. He puts up the numbers week in week out. This guy's awesome uh, safety blanket. Overinflated over though. Overinflated by last week for sure, Mackie. What? I almost I almost I was tempted to take that Panthers the Panthers plus the points in Seattle last week. I think I might do it here against the Vikings here at home. Don't take the points, take the money line. If Andy Dalton No, I agree. That, yeah, Dalton's I agree. Playing, it's right? plus 4. I'm it's just going to take Dalton, the plus right? 170. Yeah, it's Andy Dalton. Yeah, then I like Actually, I, it I, might be I heard it might be Bryce Young. That that might change my decision. Give me Andy Dalton instead. Give me the Red Rocket. Oh, Andy Dalton. Dalton I love sucks, him, dude. Yeah, Andy Dalton's actually valid and Adam Thielen can find his revenge game touchdown. With Andy Dalton at the helm, I'm I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I I like the Panthers here. Give that's crazy value for two zero and three teams. Solid one o'clock matchups across the board here. Another one here: the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. Another th- minus three spread here in the Saints' favor. Their money line minus one sixty two, Bucks money line plus one thirty six, and the total at forty and a half. No trends from me on this matchup. Ace, what are you thinking? Derek Carr is questionable. Yeah, I know he is, and that's that's a huge piece of this game. I won't have a play on this either way if he plays or if he doesn't, but I am leaning the Bucks. I've done those pick em pools, gave a pick to my buddy. Who do you like on this one? If I have to pick, I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Baker Mayfield showed me enough. He bounces back after those bad games usually too. Tough opponent last week. Take the whole script from that game, throw it out the window. Mike Evans, guy's insane. I mean, they've handled business when they've needed to against inferior opponents. They get another one this week. I still think the Saints go on to win this division. But with Derek Carr less than 100% if he plays or not even on the field, I like the uh, I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to get it done. I think it takes Kamara a bit to get back onto the field. Mike Evans cashing me out last week on Monday Night Football with this catches prop and that touchdown cashing the same play. Love to see it. Told Mackie. Late, that, too. Late. I told you that drop. He's going to get another chance. And it he was did. late. Dude, he should have had eight receptions, probably. He had yeah, more than you know one what's drop. Crazy? Did he have a good game? Did he have a bad game? I don't really know. All I know is Mike Evans is a great receiver, and you always got to watch him week in and week out. This Bucks defense, they stifle the run, so Taysom Hill out the window. 
I think Olave has a good day as well, but it's going to be low scoring, slugfest. Give me the Bucks with that defense. I like I, I like that take. the The play that I do have on this game, uh, I, I have this game in a teaser right now. The one that I've been looking at was I have the Colts uh, moving that line to plus seven, moving this under from forty and a half to forty nine, and then the third leg is a game that we're going to talk about. It's another one o'clock game, so uh, it's a minus one ten teaser. But I'll get to that third leg whenever we get there. I like this teaser a lot, so uh, I think both it? sides it, it, will, it's, it will include it whenever I get to that last game. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted hold your horses. What's hold the secret, horses, cowboy? It's all right. Just because I said that to you, dickhead. Yeah. All right, it's the fucking Ravens plus two and a half to plus eleven against the Browns. Revenge okay. game parlay. I'll expose the third leg now. Ezekiel Elliott, Mackie, wear the jersey. <laughs> Zeke's a good hey, bet. He only said the why is it a secret? Because I well, as soon as we got on here, I go, Mackie, what are you betting in that game tomorrow night? And he goes, oh, we'll see. I go, why is it a fucking secret? <laughs> yeah, Ace, Ace, Zeke's gonna get in the end zone with four minutes left in the fourth to make it a forty-seven to seven game. Joshua Dobbs beat you. Joshua Dobbs. Walk before You're, you. You have run. Mac Jones at quarterback. I know. And you and think, he looks like and you think, fame and you think it's a good op? And you think it's a good option? All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay, that, next game. That's the worst part about it. You think it's a good option. It's not even that you have Mac Jones at, at you quarterback. You paid Dak Prescott forty million dollars. This this is yeah, never we'll ending. See. Next game. I can't believe you're going on vacation with these clowns, Tyler. Like, next game. I have to listen to this all Sunday. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, have fun. With Huff's all wearing that. a Cam Newton jersey. It's like more of a job than a vacation at this point. I was going to say, yeah, no thank you. I'm all set on that. Alrighty, rolling through these 1 o'clock games here. The Commanders and the Eagles in Philadelphia. Philadelphia the favorite here, minus 8.5 points. Their money line, minus 405. Commanders money line, plus 320. And the total, 43.5. The trends I got here, the Commanders are 4-9 against the spread when facing a top 10 offense since 2021. Just a 30.8% cover rate. Overs 13 and 5 at Philadelphia since the start of 2021, the highest hit rate in the NFL over that stretch. What are you guys thinking coming into this matchup here? The total at 43, eight and a half points in the Eagles' favor. I didn't really. Yeah, I mean, I, I could tell you what's going to happen here. Jalen Hurts is going to get pushed into the end zone again. <laughs> the Eagles are going to win this game. You can take that to the bank. Every week, they get on the one-yard line, and they push them in. They went up against the Bucks stout defense. Only reason I didn't card it last week at plus money, I said it on Wednesday night that I was doing it, and I didn't do it. The guy got scared by the defense, and he still found a way to do it against them. He can do it against anybody. That play should be illegal. Eagles win this game. Commanders get shown that they're pretty much trash in the NFC East. I think they're overachieving so far this year, even with a light record, but... Yeah, give me the Eagles here. Ace, I literally had a bet that I placed and then cashed it out because I talked myself into that he wasn't going to do it. It was hurts anytime and mixing anytime, and it fucking would have hit. I was so fucking sick when I... I mean, I still hit the mix. Well, I I was literally like... I placed it. I didn't like cash out in the game. I placed it, and then I was like, ah, I don't know if I like that. I don't like it, yeah. Like, I didn't lose any money cashing out. But how auto is that, Huff? How auto? I, I'm yeah yeah I took it last week last year in the Super Bowl first touchdown the plus eight hundred I I you really have to that's one of those ones I'll if it's plus money you have to take it and one more thing <laughs> before Mackie gets going in this game AJ Brown welcome back to the NFL jumped onto the scene last week no touchdowns though he's got to find his way into the end zone had a crazy game though um yeah I think eight points is way too much here not way too much it's just too much for me to take I think it's a good opportunity to tease the Eagles down down to one and a half two points. I don't see a situation where the Eagles lose this game on their home field. They own the NFC East along with the Cowboys. Those two teams just go at it every year. Um, Giants and, and Commanders never win divisional games against these two. So 
Um, Eagles should definitely a little brother the Commanders here, get a win. I just don't like the eight points. It's kind of sketchy. I think the Commanders can, uh, defense can hold them up a little, but you know, Jalen Hurts will figure it out sooner or later. That offense is just too prolific. Jalen Carter having a great game last week too. Huff's pick for defensive rookie of the year, turning into a stud in his own right. Do you see that odds drop? No, I did not. Went from preseason, he was seven or six or seven to one. Now he's literally plus one hundred. Yeah, I mean that punch out shows you all he needs to know. Oh, he's everything that everybody said he was. You know what I mean? It was just the the, the allegations. <laughs> Yeah, the decision making off the field isn't really that great. But <laughs> you know what? Steal, honestly, though. yeah, my uncle's always said, "I don't care what the hell you do on your free time, as long as you show up on Sunday, nobody really cares what the hell you do." So it's really just, honestly, this is when you can wrap up in a bow and kind of put it under the Christmas tree. The Eagles are going to win this game. You know what I mean? Like at this, I kind of like this Commanders team a little bit. Um, they have a lot of things going in the right direction. I think Sam Howell is pretty interesting. Um, but they're not going to beat the Eagles. It's as simple as that. I think this Commanders team is also very interesting. I I kind of like them in that spot last week against Buffalo with the with the six points, and they also got blown out. I did not end up taking that one, but um, I I don't know. I I, I could see them keep things close here with that eight points, like uh like we said, yeah. and just kind of keep it in a game as a divisional matchup. But um, I I kind of agree. I think the the Eagles win this game. You gotta think say, back. I'm not going to be shocked that this is like a one possession game late, like one possession game, like super late in the fourth quarter. But the, the Eagles is going to be able to shut them Hertz, down. Hurts QB sneaks in to, for to, a second. Well, whatever the hell that lady was being. E L G L S E A Eagles. She was E L G E S Eagles. Shout out Philly. Shout out Philly. Philly. Alrighty. Let's keep on rolling here. The Broncos and the Bears, the next one up here, also at 1 o'clock in Chicago. We could probably skip this one. You think? The Broncos. No, I'm kidding. The Broncos are winning. Yeah. They're winning. The Broncos are winning. You don't don't give up the most points of the... Of the week, of the year, of we've seen a fuck ton, long time. Since 1946, I think it was. And their defense isn't that bad. And Mike McDaniel... Yes, they're they really are. not. They're not. They haven't been playing good at all. And I think if there's ever a bounce back game for a defense, it's right now. You see Justin Fields on the schedule. You just had an embarrassing day as a pro athlete. Sean Payton, Sean Payton Super Bowl champion. We'll get that team turned around. Russell Wilson, too good to go 0-4 here. And you got to be licking your lips seeing Justin Fields on the other side of the field. I, I, I think that the Broncos can get this one done. Hoff, you got to be on this with your boy, Russ. I... I think I lean the I can't put money on this team. I, they burnt me so fucking hard last week. You can put money I, on the Bears though? You can't put money no, on either no, one of these no, fucking teams. No, 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 no. I definitely can't have a pick on this game. Uh I probably lean the Broncos, but I don't know. I, they're fucking scary. I could see this where the Bears get right as well. They also look really bad. Um I I just personally think Sean Payton and Russell Wilson don't have a good connection. Obviously when Sean Payton was brought in, he had no real ties to Russell Wilson, so in my opinion, in a 70-20 game, when you're still slinging out your fucking $40 million quarterback, that tells me you don't really give too much of shits about him. So, like, Russell Wilson could have got hurt in that game. I don't think Sean Payton would have given a fuck. So, uh, I don't know. Me as a Russell Wilson fan, I'm not really too big. I was really high on this Sean Payton and Russell Wilson offense coming in. And Russ hasn't even been the problem. He has looked good. I mean, not great, but he has looked good. Last week, puts up 20 points on a Miami Dolphins team. Not saying you should win the game. I think it should have been a little more respectable. Obviously, you give up fucking 70. It's hard to. But I don't know. Uh, my thing right now is I, I need to see something out of Russ and Sean Payton where 
they look like they have some sort of a good connection before I can put money on them. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to have a play on this game. I would never take a minus three and a half here. So if anything, I guess I'll say the Bears. But um, Sean Payton, clown of the year, clowning Nathaniel Hackett on his way out, talking shit about him when he's already gone. And then you start 0-3 with the same team. You're just such a clown for that. I actually wanted Sean Payton to go to the Cowboys too, but uh, you just he just looks like a loser. He's, he doesn't even care, look like he cares either. He was getting mad in the post in the press game or in the post game press conference. Um, not even like answering questions correctly. Like, get this guy out of here. He should have just stayed retired. The next question. Next yeah. question. You just Shut lost seventy to twenty. Up. Listen to the damn yeah. media. Maybe maybe yeah, they'll help like, you a little. Here you go. Honestly, Two teams with no confidence. Parlay them right here. Get the Vikings. Get the Broncos. Money line parlay. You're not gonna like watching it, but I bet you they. Those are two zero and three teams, and you're risking playing, a parlay. Oh, playing zero and three teams. teams. <laughs> I. That's no, what I mean. Like that, like I would have had a little bit more respect for that if you just go up there and own it, just because like you did get spanked. They played a great game and you got out coached, like literally. Like that's exactly what happened. I, I saw that game and I, I was kind of surprised, honestly, because I thought that defense would have matched up a little bit better with that Dolphins team. But really, that was embarrassing. That post game press conference was just awful. I haven't seen anything except that all week. So um, definitely like that take there, Mackie. But. Um, yeah, this just this is kind of a dumpster fire now. I don't really understand what the Denver Broncos are doing, bringing him in and just kind of seeing it all unfold is is really unfortunate. Um, I, I really don't. I, I'm going to be sending a bill in the mail because I have picked Russell Wilson in a few of my leagues this year, and he just like absolutely embarrasses me every time that I do it. I always try and talk myself into like, oh, remember the Legion of Boom? But it's definitely not. <laughs> It's definitely not the same team anymore. It's 2014. So. <laughs> really, though. But, yeah, I definitely agree with you guys here. It's definitely not going to be one that I take anything on, for sure. Going to be a very tough game there. I didn't even read the odds, didn't read my trends, but I do have one here that I thought was interesting. The Denver Broncos haven't won a road game since Teddy Bridgewater led them to a victory in Dallas in Week 9 of the 2021 season. That will have been 692 days ago when this game kicks off on Sunday. That's disgusting. I honestly, like, I hate this matchup so much because if I don't have Russell Wilson in my leagues, obviously it's Lamar Jackson, and if not, it's Justin Fields. What an absolute joke that guy is. I mean, everybody says he's going to be this amazing quarterback. Oh, they got DJ Moore. They have all these weapons. He's so sick. But absolute embarrassment again. Just Justin Fields is going to be on his way out the door for sure, especially if it keeps it up like this. I mean, Caleb Williams is going to look great in a Bears jersey. Um not to sound too much like that uh, part of my take podcast, but um, I, I actually I actually hate the Bears for everything that they've done for Justin Fields. I think he's a really talented athlete, but it, it just looks terrible. They're getting mad at each other. It just seems like a prima donna fest out there in Chicago. So I'm I'm all set with anything that's going on in Chicago right now, except for Connor Bedard. Obviously, very excited for that. Want to just put that in there? It's about all Chicago's got going for him right now, but. Let's jump into this next game. Uh, Second to last one o'clock game. Ravens and Browns in Cleveland. Cleveland's the favorite here. Two and a half points for them. Their money line minus 146. Ravens money line plus 124 in the total 40 and a half. No trends from me here. Let's send it to our uh, Ravens correspondent, Haas. What do you think? Let's get Haas going. 
Yeah, you know what? Let me take let me take a second here because I've I've been waiting for this moment since the last time that we got we've talked and I got that little cameo appearance on TikTok. I appreciate that because um, I was absolutely so st- more than thrilled. This has that been the the year that I've been wanting ever since Lamar Jackson's come into the league. Now we sit atop the division, obviously tied two and one, but we're in a really good spot. That offense is different. I mean, it feels different just being a Ravens fan at this point. Obviously, with the injuries, it's not great. But from top to bottom, this Ravens team, the roster is unbelievable. Our defense is sick. I mean, this is definitely going to be a Jadavian Clowney game for sure. He's got a lot of boys there in Cleveland still, but I know he's going to be in the backfield causing a lot of problems for Deshaun Watson. Um, I really think that the Ravens come in and take care of business, no problem. Um, Everybody's upset about that loss last week, and it's been talked about relentlessly in the media, just how just disappointing it was that we dropped to an Anthony Richardson-less Colts team that really shouldn't have even had a dog in the fight. I mean... A lot. It was a shell of what the team usually is. Obviously, the defense really just didn't look anywhere near what it has in, in weeks past. But um, getting a few key guys back. I mean, Marcus Williams practicing today. You guys have no idea how excited I was just to see the video of him putting on the helmet, going through a few of the practice reps. Alex, don't even say that. Come on. He's a goat. <laughs> last, week was a tough, last week Who was a tough one. Who costed you the game? Uh, he that, really did. But it, was like, it was raining. It was raining. I it thought was he was raining. the best kicker of all time. Yeah, but what about that hold late in the game on Zay Flowers? Everybody else's team, everybody gets these freaking oh, calls. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not saying penalties, but I'm just saying it'd be nice to get one of them at least once. We're driving down the field. It's really just because the officiating has to like prepare for the Ravens because it's just not fair the amount of talent they have on that side of the ball. Now you sound I'm like so- a Browns fan complaining about bad calls. I mean that was ridiculous though. Somebody's got to back me up. Like you saw that hold on Zay Flowers. That was that was a hold that would moved him into the goal. I didn't see. Wait, was that fourth and three over the middle? Zay Flowers, a rookie, isn't getting that call. Yeah, it was a. It was probably a hold. But that was a hold. That was definitely a hold. You can't. It's fourth and three. You're at the fifty yard line. It's it's not like the crazy. It wasn't like he was like all over and made it like an uncatchable ball. Devontae Adams gets that call. Yeah, of course he does. A lot of everybody besides anybody in a Ravens jersey gets that call. Honestly, I, like OBJ, OBJ probably gets that call. I think. I, bet I got two. The, the only reason they brought him OBJ. in was the flail his arms. Yeah, around. just oh, they brought in OBJ just so he could flop better than Zay Flowers. But honestly, like when you really talk about breaking down this game, like really, this is going to be a really fun matchup. I, I was actually looking forward to having Nick Chubb be a part of it, just because like I, I want to beat the Browns and I want to beat like the actual Browns. Um, this the defense is made. Is yeah, this- Mackie is Nick Chubb washed now that he's hurt? No. Nah. <laughs> no, you know, I was tripping guys with season-ending injuries. No, I love Nick Chubb. I can't do it. No, nah, like, like I really wanted to play the Brownie, the Elf Browns, like get all of the rapists and um, sleeveless running backs that you want to have out there. Miles Garrett with his stupid little Halloween decorations last year. I don't know if he's doing that again, but I really wanted to take it to the Browns, really make a statement this week. But um, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to get that chance here. But I still think the Ravens go in and take care of business. We're going to be sitting in a really good spot after this weekend. I think we're going to show a lot of people what we're made of. This defense, honestly, like I, I really can't say enough about how great it's looked so far. Obviously, the offense, the whole, the whole new look, I think, is kind of taking a little while to get everybody on the same page. I think they're trying to do a lot, obviously getting 
the playmakers the ball. We This is the most stacked wide receiving core we've had in a long time. I can't even remember a time that the Ravens have had a solid one, two, and three wide receiving options. I don't know if you guys have seen anything on the media at all, but um, Rashad Bateman's getting open. We're just not getting him the ball. I, I don't know if anybody has him in fantasy or anybody took a flyer on him at uh-uh. all. But he, he's getting open. Like these guys are open. The offense is working. It's just taking a little time to kind of click. And once everything does, I think we're going to be putting up some Miami Dolphins numbers in weeks to come. So Lamar Jackson MVP season. You guys are all watching it. Um, I hope you're enjoying it too. So I, I definitely love the Ravens here. Take them with the spread. Take them however you want them. Um, I definitely like Lamar to get into. He's going to just keep showing off on the ground. So I don't think yeah, you can really go wrong here at all. You were saying it with Lamar showing it off on the ground, and even though they had a loss last week, he was toting the rock well, especially with J.K. Dobbins out for the year, and they have a bunch of mids back there at running back. It's good to see him putting up over 100 on the ground, really getting into his true self. Maybe that'll channel him into getting some more wins for this team. But I'm just surprised. How the hell are the Ravens this high of an underdog? I have him at plus 140 right now. I'm probably going to take that. I don't know if I'm going to card it. Tough divisional matchup. I do think the Ravens get the job done. But the Browns have been playing solid football as well. Um, after losing to the Pittsburgh Steelers, I know it was in Heinz Field, and it was a Monday night game. Huff with that stat saying they never lose on Monday night. I think this Ravens team's a lot more of a formidable squad, and I think they can get the job done on the road. It's going to be a lot tighter than people think, but I like the Ravens' money line here. Mackie, I know you're high on these Browns coming in. What do you think about this one? Yeah, not so much like on the Browns. I-, I do like the Browns uh, this game, but not just because I'm really high on the Browns. Like I said in the beginning of the season, this division is so close. I think the home teams need to win every game, and they've done that so far. Browns beat the Bengals week one. Uh, Steelers protected home home field on Sunday or Monday night against the Browns. Um, Browns need to win this game, and I think that the Ravens will beat the Browns in Baltimore. But um, there's going to be a lot of defense in this game. Both defenses looked incredible. Browns probably have the best defense in the in the league so far, uh, statistically, up to this point. And we know with that uh, with that. Ravens defense could do so I, I don't like the points in this game I think it's gonna go under um I just think that the Browns can really figure it out in their home field Deshaun Watson's like, other than that Steel, that Steelers game I think he looked pretty bad in that Steelers game but the last other two games he's looked like a really good quarterback um one of the one of the better ones in the league I'd say at least top 10 but um you guys didn't have a lot of faith coming into the season I mean he he's definitely taken a step back from where he used to be but he's still got it he's still there he still likes to run the ball he still will take that big hit to get the first down and him and Amari Cooper are really just starting to gel. Amari Cooper had a crazy game last week. So uh, I think the Browns will just just get enough to uh, to win this game. I'm def- I definitely wouldn't take the three-point spread here. If you want to um, take them in a money line parlay, you could do that. But um, I think I think the AFC North, all home teams are going to really protect their home field. What do you think yeah. it looks like, Mackie, honestly? Like, what do you think it's going to look like? Like you said, you mentioned Amari Cooper, but, like, I really just don't see how they're going to get in the end zone. Like, I really just don't see it at all. Like, Why, we, know how to stop the, we know how to stop the running quarterback. Like, we know that Deshaun Watson has a big arm, but, like, like the defense is going to show up. Like, well, I really how did, think this How did Gardner Minshew find a way into the end zone last week? Because I mean, I, any... everybody, nobody played. Like, everybody was hurt. Literally, everybody was hurt. The only guy on the defense that we had that's, like, actually, like, our formidable starter is, like, Roquan Smith. But, like, we I didn't think... have... I think this any- game. I think this game ends like sixteen to thirteen. I don't think you need to get going to need to get in the end zone more than one, more than maybe twice. You get into the end zone. I don't. I don't see any teams getting into the end zone more than twice in this game. Um, it's going to be a big field goal game. A big defensive play is going to make. It's going to. Um, it's going to dictate this game. We saw it in the Steelers Browns game. Uh, strip. T.J. Watt takes it to the house. They win the football game, and obviously that opening, opening kickoff or opening play. Uh, pick six. So. I think it's going to be a game like that, less points. 
Um, I, I'm just going to take the Browns probably 16, 13. So that's, it's really good. Super hard. Right nose, Pers- like, personally, I think, I think yeah. this game is going to end 23, 13 Ravens. I think it might not be a no, it might be a no sweat type game either. It's going to be low scoring, but I think the Ravens will be a comfortable three to 10 points ahead. It's going to be so day. hard to get into the end zone. 24 points against this Browns defense. 23, top, 13, man. two touchdowns. I agree with you, but I think Justin Tucker bangs them through and has a solid day after last week. I think points will be hard to come by and offense will be as well. But in a similar quarterback type game, I give the edge to the more athletic uh, dynamic one. But this will be a fun one to watch. Excited to see it on Sunday. I'm teasing the Ravens, the plus 11, for all the reasons you guys said over the past however many takes you guys have. I don't really need to get too Good far. Pick. Good like, pick. Fuck I like that these pick. teams. Move on to the next. No, one. no way to blow out either way. So yeah, give me the Ravens. Plus, yeah, just put them in a uh, teaser. Yeah, either one, either, you could take either one of these teams plus ten. You're safe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, give, it, give me a prime time slot for this game though. Like, oh, I can't keep thinking about how this Sunday night game is going to just be some BS because Taylor Swift going to be in in the fucking stadium. I think the fact that this is a one o'clock game does help your Ravens though. Yeah, I think so too. Got another AFC North team on tap here, I think. Let's finish off this 1 o'clock slate here with the Cincinnati Bengals heading into Nashville to see the Tennessee Titans. The Bengals the favorite here, minus 2.5. Their money line, minus 132. Titans money line at plus 112. And the total at an even 41. The only trend I have here, overs, are 5-2 and two in the past seven instances in which the Titans have been getting a field goal or less in uh, for the spread. Huff, why don't you start us off here? Final one o'clock matchup. Yeah, um, I I liked the Bengals in that Monday night spot against the the Rams. The Rams were able to uh, backdoor push cover that that plus three I saw, um, but I didn't end up going with the Bengals in that spot. Um, the one thing I like in this game is the Bengals minus the two and a half. I think this is the game where we see Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase get Jamar Chase definitely gets in the end zone here. He was using him a ton. Jamar Chase had a hell of a game on Monday Night Football. Um, I had him first touchdown along with Mixon. I ended up hitting the Mixon, so I was okay with it. But Jamar Chase, it looked like he could he was doing whatever he wanted. Burrow just did not want to throw the ball past eight yards, which I felt like I was watching Big Ben in his last year. It was the most frustrating game, and I'm not even a Bengals fan. I was just rooting for Jamar Chase to get in the end zone with or Mixon. So, but it would be so fucking Mike Vrabel to win this game. I would not take the Titans plus the two and a half. I'm going to go with the Bengals here to cover the spread. I think this is a Joe Burrow get right game. He has another week um, with that get better from that leg injury. I like the I like the Bengals here. Give me Jamar Chase to get in the end zone as well. Yeah, Burrow was playing real uh, Tom Brady style of football last week, probably because of that injury. He can't really move outside of that pocket. We saw it a, like a few times towards the end of that game, but that's it. But even so, I mean, that Bengals team just looked completely different than the first two weeks. Absolutely zero offense, no rhythm going between Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, no one on that offense. And we saw Jamar Chase get, I think he had like 10 receptions last game. We saw. I was going to say, he looked good. Yeah, he, no, he looked great, great last game, but the first two weeks we saw absolutely nothing. So oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I thought, I think, okay, yeah, yeah. I think they're finally getting in the swing of things. They're getting that connection back. Joe Burrow is getting a little more healthy, and they're finding a way in that offense. Uh, I think they, they should definitely cover two and a half points here, but we know how this Titans team goes, so we could see a backdoor cover, back four win. I had the same exact take as Huff here this week. I like Jamar Chase to find the end zone this week after popping last week. A weak secondary for the Tennessee. He did Titans. everything but got in the end zone. Exactly. And the targets are there, and we know it's only going to go up. I know Burrow might not be 100% literally this whole season, but I do think he's going to get better and better each and every week. And we know how he plays after week two. He shits the bed the first two weeks, and then he turns it on. And I expect him to keep that going against the Titans team, who's overachieving, in my opinion, so far this year. I think that the Bengals get a win here and keep themselves relevant in this race for the AFC North. 
I do think the Ravens go on to win the division, but the Bengals are going to be right on their heels in a playoff spot. I expect Joe Mixon and Joe Barr both to turn it up for him. Joe Mixon hasn't really gotten going yet on that back end of the ball, which is surprising to me as well. But too much talent on that offensive side of the spending, ball to stay down. Spending too much time in the quarterback room. Yeah, literally. He has more touchdowns than uh, a lot of people out there this year, but uh, <laughs> probably Justin Fields. But no, I, 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 don't, I don't like much about this Tennessee Titans team. You know, they have Derrick Henry and they have uh, Traylon Burks out there. Defense playing pretty decent, and Mike Rabel gets the boys up. But I like the Bengals to cover two and a half. Yeah, this is a weird matchup, though. Like, I feel like this wasn't this a playoff matchup at one point, too. Like, yeah, was, McPherson like, hit the game winner as time expired. Yeah, I just, I really don't like this one. Like, it's such a weird game because, like, I think the Titans, I definitely think the Bengals are the better team, but, like, for some reason, this Titans team matches up well against them. Like, they have a lot of, um, they have a lot of potential to actually, like, be a big game team and be able to keep up, obviously. And, not necessarily keep up in, in terms of scoring, but time of possession, they'll eat the ball away, just keep feeding Derrick Henry. It's just not a fun game for a Bengals fan. I definitely don't want to see the Titans ever. But, um, yeah, I think this is going to be a fun one. I, I do think this is going to be a Joe Burrow game for sure. Um, I, I like Jamar Chase. I don't think there's anybody out there that can really cover them. I don't I, I don't even know if I can tell you anybody in that secondary, really, besides Kevin Byard. But, like, that, th- it's just a really bad matchup for um, that – really stacked wide receiving core for the Bengals. So I definitely think they go in and take care of business. So they're going to be right. They're going to, they, they're going to be right on our heels. I know I'm definitely not counting the Bengals out at all. Only thing I'm worried about if I'm a Bengals fan is just the fact that that lingering injury isn't that great. And obviously you guys have alluded to it. The fact that like, yeah, there's going to be more time. And obviously that allows for him to get better, but that also allows for him to take more hits. And obviously 17 weeks of an NFL season is no easy task so hopefully believe me i'm not the bengals fan i keep trotting them out there bengals keep doing it yeah exactly especially against like what's his name there that just got paid in tennessee and tennessee simmons that guy's gonna be after him all game he's always in the backfield yeah i don't know i I don't love this believe me is this Haas is a Steelers fan. I'm like, yeah, keep trotting him out there. He looks great. Yeah, no, he looks good. Yeah, love that. How's that calf to him? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Love that because I can't wait. When do you guys play them? Have you got? When do you guys play the Bengals? Um, I think in since he's coming up. I actually don't know. Uh, I'll I'll get back to you on that. I was gonna say because like I think we I don't think we see him again until like week 15 or 16 or something. So I'm hoping by then he's not even gonna be on the field. So Steelers get the Bengals. I don't know what week week that is, but yes. Week 12, uh, you're in Cincy. Week 16, you're in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Nice. So late in the year. I mean, you know, that week 16 one's going to be fun. Like, I hate, I I don't know when we play you guys, but like, I hate seeing the Steelers. Week 18 in Baltimore. Yeah, see, like, I hate that. I absolutely. Next week is Steelers-Ravens. Ugh, I hate that. Yeah, that's going to be a good one, Buck. Yeah, but the late in the game, late in the season, especially for these teams that are looking to make a playoff run, you don't want to run into the Steelers at all. You're not going to have the chance to. Don't worry. Neither will you. You're right. I'm on the other side. All righty, jumping into these four o'clock matchups. It's a good one o'clock slate on Sunday. I'm real excited for it. The first four o'clock game here: the Las Vegas Raiders heading real close there to L.A. to see the Chargers in SoFi. The Chargers are the favorite here, five and a half points. Their money line, minus 220. Raiders' money line at plus 184, and the total at 48 and a half. The trends I got here, overs are seven and three since 2021 when the Raiders are getting at least four points. 
the home team has won four straight in this series and averaged 27.8 points over the past six meetings. So that over is looking very enticing. Ace, why don't you get us rolling on this one here, our first four o'clock matchup. Yeah, I'll tell you what, points, points, points. These Chargers games love going over with weak defenses on both sides. Secondary is pretty weak in my opinion. I think that both quarterbacks are going to have a day. Too many high marquee wide receivers on both sides. I love the addition of Josh Palmer jumping onto the scene without Mike Williams. He fits that role perfectly. Quentin Johnson will have an expanded spot as well. Hopefully he can shine. But I'm hoping Austin Eckler's back on the field. Touchdown machine. Maybe if he's active this week, you can find him at a really good anytime touchdown line. Um, better than normal. And then on the other side of the ball, Josh Jacobs. He's going to have his way. Devontae Adams, too. I expect Jimmy Garoppolo to bounce back after a tough game against a really good Steelers defense. And I expect both offenses to stay hot. I think the Chargers do come out on top. Noted that Justin Herbert does not have a, a turnover this season. Only quarterback in the league without one so far. But um, I do think the Chargers get a win here. And those Raiders kind of, uh, they stick around, but I don't think they can get the job done with Jimmy G. Yeah, I, I I agree too, and you know how I feel about the Chargers, but they should be able to take care of business here. They got that win under their belt. Um, it was kind of they were waiting for it all year. They're in in every game, just couldn't get a win. Um, and now they're sitting in a divisional matchup. I mean, you got to win this game, and you and they they should take it to them. I could see Justin Herbert having a pretty career day. Um, I could see a blowout too. I don't like this Raiders team. Devontae Adams wants out. He doesn't like what this organization's doing and what direction they're headed in. So, um, trouble over there in Las Vegas, and I think this Chargers team is on on top of the world right now. So this is a good opportunity for them to to um get a nice divisional win and just take it to them. Yeah, I, I don't like this game at all. Uh, like you said, divisional matchup, I'm not too big on this this one. Like A said, if Eckler plays, I might be looking at like a, a Jacobs and Eckler ma- uh, touchdown parlay maybe for something fun. Jacobs has struggled. He struggled last week against the Steelers. I think he could get in this week uh, against a struggling Chargers defense. But um, yeah, I don't I don't like the spread either way on this one. No, I don't either. Honestly, like I think the run defense for the Chargers really isn't that great. So I definitely like maybe a Jacobs prop for sure. I think he's going to definitely find Pater, but I uh, don't love this divisional game at all. Um, I, I think Alex is right. The those gadget players they have in LA are going to step up in a big way. So um, if not I'm even not even gadget players though. They have Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler, per- perennial Pro Bowlers. You have Josh Palmer. He's done it year in and year out. I think he's third year as a solid starter. Quentin Johnson was picked to be that good. I mean, Gerald Everett, good option as well. But getting Eckler back is so massive. He's a top three running back in the NFL. No, you're right. That's what I was more alluding to is just like the Josh Palmer, like Johnson, like all these like other names. Like, And I didn't know that he hasn't uh, thrown an interception yet either. Herbert's playing great. That's awesome. Good Keenan Allen's been on fire too. He's been the Keenan Allen of the Huffset last week of 2018-2019. Sick. It'll be a, I think that. there'll be a lot of points on this board. Lock in that over for the Chargers game again this week. This will be a fun one to see. All righty. Let's jump into this game of the week. I'm real excited for this one. Patriots at the Cowboys in Dallas, Texas. The Cowboys are the favorite here. Six and a half points. Their money line minus 320. The Patriots money line plus 260. And the total 43 and a half. I got a couple of trends here. Cowboys seven and two against the spread in their last nine at home with six straight home overs. Uh, Cowboys coming off a humiliating loss to Arizona, and the Patriots are 1-6 and six against the spread in their last set seven. Ace, start us off here. What are you thinking? We're going to Dallas. We're going to be there shortly. What do you think? I already think I know what I sent you guys in the group chat about 20 minutes ago. I've locked in the Patriots money line. 
locked in that plus seven because that's free. But I love the Patriots to win this week. <laughs> they have all the momentum going down. They have me in the stadium in a Matt Judon jersey. They'll have Huff in a Cam Newton jersey potentially. I mean, it's going to be <laughs> rocking there. Ezekiel Elliott, revenge game, touchdown score. Huff brought up a good point. If you like that, throw on Mondre as well. Two plus plays probably. But I think it's going to be a grimy, grimy game. What I predicted when we scheduled this game. I know Mackie thinks that those Cowboys are rolling. Well, they're not. They lost to Joshua Dobbs in the worst team that we've seen in football in years, maybe in our lifetime. But I don't know. I think the Patriots can go into Dallas this year. I was just saying they could be. They could. Not should be, but how the hell are they one-score games against this team? The NFC is just the weakest thing I've seen since, I don't know, since the Cowboys in the playoffs. But what are you going to do? I mean, the Patriots are going down into Dallas. Bill Belichick will have him ready. That defense is firing on all cylinders. Mac Jones playing playing decent football, and it can only get better. Without Trayvon Diggs on the field, they're going to look to attack the rest of that defense, and uh, I think the Patriots can get this one done. A lot of momentum heading into it. Big game. Zeke going to get the boys fired up. Will Greer giving your plays over to Bill, so we'll be good. I mean, what kind of fan would you be if you said that they weren't going to go in and win this game? But um, let's be realistic here. I really don't think that that's a possibility. I think this Cowboys team gets back on track. Um, take takes care of business. Obviously, a down week last week. You're going into to play the fucking, the big bad Cardinals, the the Arizona Cardinals, and nobody wants to. There's just like no momentum going into that game. Nobody really wants to play it. You drop a tough one. It's the Cowboys. They always drop a tough one every single year. That that's why that's what keeps me on pace with them. It, it keeps my it keeps my expectations low enough to not be um upset every single year. But uh, this is just a game where they're gonna win. I mean, Patriots. I don't know what you're saying about all this hype going in. They, they got to win against Zach Wilson. <laughs> a great the defense. A Their defense only win this similar year. Similar to yours. Their only win this year is against Zach Wilson and the New York Jets. Uh, I, I just can't see a situation where Mac Jones can come in against this defense and light them up and, and take a game in Jerry's world. I, I just don't think it's possible. Did you if not see in, the game two years if, ago? If you were in New... Yeah, the Cowboys won in overtime. Barely. But, um, we're way matter. better they, than that. They, they, dude, nobody goes back and looks, oh my God, the Patriots almost won that football game. That's no, what I'm saying. We're a much better card, team than we are today. Gonna, That's the last matchup. We have to look at it. The Cowboys are a little better as well, too. You but, think? Um, no trade yeah, eggs. I, I, I just think uh, I, I think the Cowboys definitely take care of business on their home field. We're going to be talking about it all week, so I'll keep it short. But um, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll have some good banter Sunday morning. Tune the fuck in. Mackie's going to be in Ezekiel Allard jersey. I, I have a... I have a Kind of a strategy for me going into this game, obviously. I think I'm going to take a first-team touchdown scorer for both teams. So Hopefully, <laughs> see what I can do there. I'm going to sit right in between you two. When the Cowboys have the ball, I'm going to be rooting with Mackie. When the oh. Patriots have the ball, I'm going to be rooting with Ace. I might just have to bet both teams' team total over or an over. I don't know. I, I need a Bob Kelsey jersey with half and half. <laughs> <laughs> I just split it right down the middle. The Zeke uh, Patriots-Cowboys jersey. It's going to be Jake Ferguson and Zeke Elliott, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's yeah, that's exactly who it is. I'll tell you what, Hunter Henry's your boy though. Yeah. Oh, do I do the double tight ends? I might have to, and just do Zeke anytime. That sounds more like it. I'll tell you what. I'll definitely have. I'll definitely have an irresponsible amount of money on this game. That's for sure. I already do. (laughs) Honestly, I I really just hope you guys go and enjoy yourselves down there. For sure, it's going to be a great time. I bet, but. Um, I really, honestly, Mackie, I don't love this matchup for your Cowboys. I, I, I don't necessarily love the Patriots' offense against your defense, obviously, but for some reason, I'm just not all keen on on you guys showing out against this Patriots' defense. They really are something special. I think they were going in the right direction in a lot of ways, but um, 
I, I think it's going to be a fun one for you guys to be at for sure. I think you guys picked a great game. Do you think this is too big of a spread with two elite defenses? It's a weird spread. I, I think uh, I, I think it could be too high, but if you lower it to like five and a half, I mean, the Cowboys would get hammered. What if you tease it, though? You tease that Patriots up to double digits. They've hung around against teams like the Philadelphia Eagles, the Miami Dolphins, who are like right at the top of our, uh, our power rankings. They were one play away from beating both those teams. I think it'll be a really good game. I'm excited we picked this one. Great matchup. We'll get some good banter out of it, but two elite defenses with some stingy football um, and then playmakers on your side of the offense. So I'm eager to see the Christian Gonzalez, C.D. Lamb matchup as well. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a good game. All chirps aside. Hype to see that stadium too. Tune in Sunday morning. We'll have some good talk for it. Yeah, God bless you, Hoff, again. Honestly, I'm not, I probably won't talk to you until you guys get there, but I don't, I don't know. I, I, hope you just, I hope you make it out of there alive, honestly. Oh, boy. It's going to be a weekend for sure here. Let's jump into this last Sunday, uh, Sunday 4 o'clock matchup. The Cardinals in San Francisco visiting the Niner gang. The biggest spread of the week here. The 49ers favorited minus 14. Their money line minus 900. Cardinals plus 610 on the money line. Total 44 and a half. No trends from me here. Who wants to get us rolling? I'll start us off here. This spread's way too fucking big. The Cardinals are 3-0 against the spread. I know it seems like, oh, the 49ers aren't going to lose this game. I'm not saying they're going to lose the game. I'm taking the Cardinals with the points. I'm going to trust that they can start the season 4-0 against the spread. It's not pretty. I might tease it even higher. They could get blown out. I'll take the Cardinals with the points. I have no reason other than the fact that it's a 14-point spread in the NFL. I'll take the points. I'm just, I'm just not going to be gambling on this too high of a spread, so you guys can oh, talk about this. I, I don't want to because of what Huff said with the Cardinals covering week in and week out, and it's a high spread, but like I've taken the Niners three weeks in a row on the spread, and I'm 2-0-1. I mean, that's not a bad rate, and you might as well hammer it while it's hot. This is the best team in football, and I think that the Cardinals basically won their Super Bowl with that win against the Cowboys last week. Divisional like, matchup, 14 points. I know, but they played, a, they played a valid Rams team and should have covered the spread there too. They played a, a, a New York Giants team who beat these Arizona Cardinals and handled them with ease. I know Saquon Barkley was out, but I think that the, the, the Arizona Cardinals have been overachieving big time. But yeah, oh, been, yeah, for sure. 3-0 against the spread. Can't write home about that. This is going to be tough for me. I'm definitely going to work a CMC touchdown into a parlay of some sorts because you know he's going to get in. But I might end up having the card this just out of just out of principle because I'm 2-0-1 on the year. I mean... How many times are the, the Niners going to cover the spread this year? I feel like more times than not. So if if the Cardinals do, it can only help us in the future for the Niners. So maybe I do take that 13, but that's a lot of points. But I don't, know, a how, lot of I points. don't know how the Cardinals are going to do anything against this team. I was super confident in the Cowboys last week. I'm even more confident in the 49ers. Best team in football for a reason. We can get on our power also. rankings. Honestly, the only thing I have to say, like I'm with Mackie, I, I don't think there's too much to allude to here. This this is going to be a take care of business scheme for the 49ers for sure, but that's a ton of points. That is a, what did you say it was? It's 13 right now. 14. I have 14 even. 14? That's ridiculous. Like that's it's a you know it's going to get higher too. I think it's I mean, it might I don't know, it might drop to the 13 and a half in the hook and kind of stay there, but you get 14 and a half in the NFL? Like that's crazy. I don't know. I don't like that. Just last week, the three biggest spreads, the teams all won outright. Colts. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. But. No, I know, but Colts, Cardinals, uh, Texans. 
14 points if you can't cover 14 points in the nfl like honestly I, I really don't mind what they have going on there in arizona too like they're like they seem like they're having a lot of fun every time i see them I'm like geez i keep forgetting that this team's in the league but yeah i, they're, the, I uh, feel like they just have the mentality like no one fucking expects yeah, who, anything who from us so it's yeah. like who gives a fuck yeah they, they finally got the josh dobbs jerseys on the website too. yeah <laughs> that's funny i like that <laughs> that was hilarious Obviously, he was a Steeler, so I always liked him, but I never wanted him to be our starter. So I'm interested to see what he does down in Arizona. <laughs> Always getting a shot. Yeah, exactly. Alrighty, boys. That's all we got there for the 4 p.m. slate. Let's jump into the primetime matchup here Sunday night football, 8 20 p.m. The Chiefs and the Jets in uh, East Rutherford at MetLife. The Chiefs are the favorite here, nine and a half points. Their money line minus 460 in the total. 42 and a half plus 360 on the money line for the Jets. The trends I got here under is 10 and 2 in the Jets' last 12 conference games. The Chiefs are 7 and 2 against the spread in their last nine games against the Jets, but 1 and 5 straight up in the past six visits here. What are you guys thinking here coming into this Sunday night football game? Mackie, why don't you start us off? Yeah, um, Jets are in shambles right now. There's a lot of locker room problems going on with them too, along with Zach Wilson. I think that that stems all of it. The fact that Salah, Saleh, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, wants to stick with Zach Wilson, but they don't even really want to play football right now. This Chiefs team is rolling. They just murdered the the uh, the Bears, who are pretty similar to the Jets right now because of uh, Zach Wilson at quarterback. But I think the Chiefs will roll. Nine and a half is too high of a spread for me to for me to take, especially on the road. But I think they cover it. See, I think I am going to take this. I like the Chiefs minus nine and a half here. I think they're for every reason you said. I don't think Zach Wilson's able to do much uh, against this Chiefs defense. It's able to do enough with guys like Chris Jones. They got Chris Jones back. You'll see him pulling Zach Wilson down once or twice. Um, I, I like the Chiefs in this spot. I think they win this game possibly like uh, 31, 31, 13. 31-13. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's close. No, I, I agree. Honestly, it's just weird because this team is imploding bad. Like that, all of the things that have been coming out recently about Salah, obviously, in that locker room, just kind of losing things in there. Um, I, I'd like to see kind of what's going on. Like, it sucks that, like, they already they should did do hard knocks, knocks now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This would be sick hard knocks right now because, like, think about how bought in everybody was. Like, you had um, Sauce Gardner go, like, heavily recruiting Aaron Rodgers. They finally get him there. Like, I can't imagine what it's like being a Jets fan right now, but like just to hear everything that's coming out of that locker room is just absolutely disgusting. By the way, where's Dalvin Cook? Like, where the hell is that guy? Yeah, he once once Aaron Rodgers got hurt, they basically said, "All right, we'll just save you for next year too." I guess, like, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I, I obviously understood that Brees Hall is the guy, but like, where is he? He just doesn't play. Like, yeah. he, he does nothing. And honestly, like, that offense is just obviously bad with capital B. And like Zach Wilson is just everything we thought he was. So I, I definitely think they're going to go in and get rocked by Patrick Mahomes. But mm-hmm. uh, I just hate that this is a primetime game. I need to say it again. Like, why the hell do we have to suffer through that? Like, especially yeah. after some cool, like, you know, what's nice is at least we get to wake up early, watch the 930 games, and then maybe go to bed early at halftime because, you know, Mahomes <laughs> is going to have that thing wrapped up with a bow after the first half. So, yeah, Patrick yeah. Mahomes, Taylor here. Swift, Travis Kelsey, yeah. Chiefs by a million. Deck Wilson, putrid, putrid, embarrassing. Defense doesn't even want to play for Salah anymore. Salah's going to get run out of New York just because of the way. He's I was going to say he situation. could get he. I I could see him get fired in the next. Two Which weeks. is tough because he's a great coach, I think, too. But like, 
the way they're handling this Zach Wilson thing, I know it's probably from upper management, but you're blowing up your locker room. Self-destruction I, in front of us. I, I, I was going to say, I, I think he lost the room. You're, I think he's at a point where there's no turning back with him at this point. Like, what the yeah, hell? Who's you lost who's him in week one. On Go fucking sign someone right now. Just who's so on your bench learning the plays. Let Zach Wilson play two or three games because he's no easier system. And now pull the plug and this guy's ready to go. Like, they had so many different options and they did nothing. They got they went and got their guy. They got Simeon. Yeah, that's their guy. There was better options. He's not terrible either, but like it took them long enough. You would have thought they would have grabbed someone literally after week one. <laughs> well, or they they should have went and grabbed RG three after he pitched himself to him on first take. Should have grabbed Colin Kaepernick. He'd be much better than Wilson. <laughs> no, who's who's? Who, Do you guys see that thing? Who's leading the charge right now in that locker room against? I don't uh, even want to talk about this team. I, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I just know the defense. They said the defense is pissed. Yeah, I mean, I would be too. That's the only thing that like their defense is legit. Like, it's sad. This would have been a cool game too. Like, think about it. Rodgers and Mahomes in the prime time. We got robbed of a good one here. You're very right. I don't think they've ever played each other. That would have been so fun to watch. Because last year Rodgers was uh, that was the game co or Love played. Of course, good. Yeah, so we I don't even know if we're gonna be able to see it. They were definitely gearing up for a huge matchup there on Sunday Night Football, but we sadly will not get it with the Aaron Rodgers injury. <clears throat> Let's jump over to this Monday Night Football game. Seahawks and Giants just won this week. We've had two the past two weeks, so uh, lots of eyes on this one. The Seahawks visiting the Giants also in East Rutherford there. The Giants are the favorite here, minus one and a half. Their money line, minus 110. The Seahawks money line at minus 106, and the total at 47 and a half. The trends I have here: the Giants have lost seven straight Monday Night Football games straight up. They're two and ten against the straight two and ten straight up in their last twelve Monday Night Football games. The under is nineteen and four in Seattle's last twenty three games versus any NFC East opponents, and the Seahawks are five and one against the spread in their last six games against the Giants. Huff, why don't you get us started on this one here? Monday Night Football. We will be having a uh, a video released here on Monday morning for this game. But Huff, what are you thinking now? Yeah, I actually I actually kind of like this game. I have a couple things that I've been looking at on this one. Obviously, the first one, primetime, first half under is 23.5. That is going to soar under. That is my mortal lock of the week. I'll give it to you now because that line is going to change before by the time we talk on Sunday. Under 23.5, first half, Seahawks-Giants. That is my favorite bet of the week. I just saw that number. That game, I was expecting like a 20. It is going under 23.5. I can promise you that. I do lean on the Seahawks as well. The other bet that I did like was uh, Jason Myers over one and a half field goals. I can't find the line on it right now. He's gone over over that prop two out of the three weeks. Uh, the one week that he did, and it was in Detroit when they were just scoring all the touchdowns, so he just didn't really get the chance. I like him to get the two field goals. I like the first half to go under. I think the Seahawks win the game, but I'm probably going to go with those two bets uh, on the other side. But I don't know. That Seahawks, the, the minus 106 is very tempting for that Seahawks team. I'm big on Kenneth Walker. I might have to add a, a rushing prop in for him as well. Oh, reliable, Huff. I mean, you've strayed away from it recently, but I think you should stick to it often because it's always smacking. Um, I've been up and down on the Seahawks team. I can't really get a true gauge on them, but I do think they get the win this week. I'm so, so against the uh, this Giants team. I know Saquon's questionable. I don't think he ends up playing this week. They have a lot more bigger fish to fry, even though this could be one of the teams come the end of the season, they're battling for a wild card seed if the Giants can find a way to stick around. I think Daniel Jones continues to air the ball out, find Darius Slayton through the air. Um, but I do think that these Seahawks are going to get the job done. I think they're a, a much better team than the New York Giants on both sides of the ball. Um, two great coaches going at it. A lot of respect for Pete Carroll and Brian Dayball. 
But I like this even line for the Seattle Seahawks in the prime time. Give me Geno Smith going back to New York. He's played in MetLife many a time, and I think he can prove that he's going to be successful there for once. Um, too many weapons on that side of the ball, like Kenneth Walker, like you said, Huff. Give me the Seahawks here, even on the money line. I'm probably going to put this on my card as well. Yeah, I kind of like the Seahawks as well, especially with Daniel Jones's primetime record. I think he's 1-11, which is literally the worst of all time uh, in primetime of minimum of 10 games. So he just can't figure out on primetime. This Giants team doesn't look very good. Uh, Seahawks, I'm kinda, I, I don't really hate them either. I, I'm surprised with this spread. I feel like it should be more of a two-and-a-half point spread for the Seahawks. So it's kind of sketching me out a little. Um, just might um, stray away from it for that reason, but I definitely do lean the Seahawks. Mackie, it's going to shift that way if Saquon's ultimately ruled out. Which I think yeah, he will be. Like? I think he yeah, will be. He's supposed to be out. I think he will, I think he will too. Honestly, it's going to be weird without him because um, obviously I would have liked them a lot more playing at home <clears throat> on Monday Night Football, but um, I really like uh, uh, I really like that defense, obviously, in, um, in uh, New York. I think they have a lot of Good looks now uh, coming with that new look uh, defense with um, our old DC. So uh, they're going to bring a lot of man pressure. They have a lot of weapons in, in Seattle, but they're going to get to Geno Smith, of, of course. So um, it'll be a fun one to watch. I definitely like that uh, that line you were mentioning, Huff. That's going to be a good one. I definitely expect that to go down, too. That's crazy. What did you say it was? 23 and a half? 23 and a half. That's wild. That's, I, that's insane to me. I'm licking my lips at that. That Huff's is fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm literally about to lock this in right now. That's worth it because I'm probably not even going to be able to bet it while we're in Dallas. That's a good point. It's Monday night. Making, have making to that line. In. That's insane. 23 and a half. Give me that. Give me all that. Yeah, yeah. please. All righty, boys. Lots of good stuff here in week four. That wraps up all the games we have this week. Thursday night football. Sunday, 1, 4, and 8 p.m. and Monday Night Football. Got a couple other little points here before we get on out of here. First one being in the NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks swoop in out of nowhere and trade for star point guard Damian Lillard from the Portland Trailblazers. Giannis got his star point guard to work with. Does this make the Bucks a title favorite? Uh, what do we think they're going to do? Curious to hear what you guys think as this news uh, came out here today. Yeah, it makes them makes them the title favorite. I saw the odd shift. I think they went down the what plus six hundred to win the whole thing. I'm trying to pull it up here to to see the they're exact three, odds. No, they're three thirty to win it all now. They were oh, plus, plus five eighty. Okay, that's what it was. They were that's the crazy. around six to one, and now they're at the. I see three ninety on DraftKings. So, um, they are the favorite. I'm probably still gonna run it back with Jokic and the Nuggets to get there out of that West. Um, just because that East is a gauntlet over there. But um, yeah, I mean, you got to respect it. I'm big on Giannis. I've been big on this Bucks team. I picked them to get there last year and they couldn't get the job done. Um, you got to think with a guy like Damian Lillard coming in there that they're able to get over the hump and get back to that NBA final spot where they were in 2019. Yeah, this, who? Bucks? The Bucks. The Bucks. It, it might be a little bit after 2021. That. 2021. 2021, yeah. Co they're just all during COVID. Toronto. It's all the same year. Yeah. Yeah, same time. But uh, this is just incredible. I mean, I I I'm actually really excited to watch to watch this go down and see how Dame meshes with uh with that Bucks team because it's really not just Giannis. It's Chris Middleton too. Chris Middleton's a superstar over there. So that that um big three that they got going up uh, on up in Milwaukee, uh, it's definitely gonna be exciting to watch this year. I think that they should win. I don't I don't really see who can stand in their way. It's gonna be good matchups with the Celtics, Sixers, and you know those Heat are always sticking around. 
But one thing that surprises me, not surprises me, but it was tough to see at least, was Drew Holiday's quote the day before he got traded. said he'd <laughs> love to be in Milwaukee. Milwaukee's home. I'm going nowhere else. Then the next day, see ya. That's why it's a business. Um, Can't be putting quotes like that out there. But Dame time in Milwaukee, in the prime time, people actually caring about him um, will be interesting. I think the Trailblazers might be rebuilding pretty well with, with the haul they got back, though, in my opinion. I'm just excited to actually be able to watch Damian Lillard play and not have to stay up until fucking 1 a.m. to watch yeah, a Portland Trailblazers yeah. game. I liked to watch him on the Trailblazers court, and he was saying it was his home for life, but uh, the antics he we knew that was We knew that wasn't going to last. I, I said that for years. Though, you knew all, he wasn't going to end his career. What about DeAndre there? Eaton being thrown into that deal? Like, it's not a bad haul Sons by the Trailblazers. Happy with him. They haven't been happy with him. No, but the Trailblazers get a haul back. They really do. Think about the packages that were being thrown around from Miami and whatnot. It was kind of shit they were offering for Damian Lillard. This is a legitimate package that you can get back and build from and still be They relevant. have a nice young roster. They're going to build around Drew it. Drew Holiday, Grayson Allen, De- DeAndre Ayton. Those are good pieces on that in you, any NBA team. You could flip them to a contender if you find yourself out and get really good picks for them. And you got yep. Anthony and Scoot already there. I mean, they could build yep. around that team definitely, but yep. um, I don't see them doing anything this they have year. They Jeremy Grant as well. No, no. They had, uh, no, Jeremy Grant just went to um, Phoenix, I think. Oh, oh but, he left this off. In that no, it was it was like in that trade. Oh, he was a part of but it. I could be wrong, but yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I had people telling me that they have a chance to be a bubble playoff team this year. I said no, no way. Maybe no. two, two, three years they can definitely be something. But everybody, um, they'll be competitive. Everybody's in the bubble playoff on top. Yeah, yeah, with eleven teams, t- what one through teams. ten seed make the yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just have to not be awful. Yeah. Especially in the West. It'll be fun, be fun to watch, to watch though. though. Another great team in the East. Another great team to contend for a title in the East. Giannis got to be hyped. Alrighty, that's the only thing we have here in the NBA. One little point in the NHL. The Auto Senators have officially sold $950 million was the price for the franchise. Uh, Michael Andlar and his group have purchased the team, and I couldn't find really anything special on him, like if he owns anything else or whatever, but he's a part of a group that owns some other, like, uh, I think med- medical businesses in Canada. So pretty just interesting another, one there. Just the value of this team is going to go up. The value of this team, obviously we know that inflation is going to go up. Every team is going to go up. But the value of this team is only going to go up in the future. Young core, a uh, great time to buy in. So hopefully uh, hopefully they can keep sucking for my Bruins sake. But they're, they're, they're on the up and coming. All righty. That's all I got this week, boys. Great stuff out of the NFL. Week four here. We got Dallas this weekend. We got the NHL and the MLB quickly approaching. Uh, that's all I got. You guys got anything else to add? No, make sure you're staying tuned to the social medias. Obviously, we got a big weekend in college football as well. Colorado got blown out last weekend. We get them in USC this week. Uh, Kansas, Texas, and then uh, LSU, Ole Miss are just to name a couple of the big matchups. Notre Dame, Duke. So another pretty good back-to-back college football card. So stay tuned for that. College football card has been absolutely rolling. We're on fire in college football. So Definitely not going to want to miss those plays on Saturday. Um, other than that, like you said, Dallas this weekend. Stay tuned for all the content that we're going to get out there. Um, drop a like, follow, you know, the whole nine yards. We appreciate anything you do. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. We'll see you Sunday morning as well for the live stream, uh, live from Dallas. First one, we're all in person. I'm pumped for that. So um, get the boys together and uh, see, how, see how things flow in person compared to when we're all uh, virtual. Yeah, I'm, I'm hyped for this. Get the boys together. It'll be a great weekend. And then get to see my Patriots in an amazing stadium. Should be a great matchup. Going to look to keep leading that card 
up over almost at six units now plus on the year great week seven and two last week our whole team in plus on the season so definitely tap in that college football card i've been tailing it and getting involved a bit more because the boys have been so green but uh yeah tune in like follow subscribe tell a friend go pats good stuff big hoss thank you for coming sir nice to see you here uh for another season hopefully have you back here soon yeah, definitely excited to be here again. Thank you guys for having me. I'll see you guys down the line when the Ravens are uh, at the top of the AFC again. So enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your weekend in Dallas. You guys have been obviously always great. Let's go Ravens. Live from the Ravens sure, room, big hoss. I'm yeah, sure I'll talk. I'm sure I'll talk to you next week. We got Steelers Ravens next week. I'm sure. I'll I, know, be I'm so, I know. I know. I kind of wish we waited a week. I would have loved to uh, talk yeah. to you after we smack you guys. Is this one in, <laughs> this one in Heinz or is it going to be at the bank? This one's in Pittsburgh. Oh, week eighteen's go. in Baltimore. Oh yeah, I forgot. It's not Heinz anymore either, right? No, it, sure. yeah. yeah, it's Heinz Field until I die. I'll tell you that. Staples Center, <laughs> Heinz Field, Bopark Arena. I agree. Can't wait for that. All right. Well, that's gonna do it. Like you said, we'll see you guys Sunday morning for the live stream. So, um, are we a little earlier in Dallas?